And we are live back with Real News Quarantine. Man, it's been a crazy, crazy, crazy busy week in the news. Uh, we're just going to start off with the biggest story that everyone was talking about on Twitter. Hashtag you ain't black. Hashtag Joe Biden's racist. Trending on Twitter all day yesterday. He's lucky it happened on a Friday. But I'm going to play to you, you know, right here for you guys the clip. Uh, you guys, um, Dictator Phil and Alex aren't going to be able to hear this, unfortunately, because of Discord. But... I'm gonna oh, play this for the, Oh yeah. Oh, we've seen it. Go ahead. I know. Let, let's let's let the YouTube verse. I mean, they've probably seen it too, but. Roll yeah, we'll yeah. roll it right now. So in case you miss this beauty, we'll roll it. Oh God, it's so painful. I mean, it is. It's hilarious because it's so embarrassing. But you know what's funnier? Like, like the actual like. It's not just funny that he said it. Like, it's fucked up. Don't get me wrong. But like, it's it's funny. What makes it funny though is not just that he said it. Not just that he said it in front of Charlemagne the God, but he gave this real shitty grin when he said it. Like he had this weird, I don't know. It's it's like Vince McMahon kind of shitty grin, like you know, like. But you know, Vince McMahon, he's following a script or something like that. So you know, the whole thing is staged. Like in his personal life, he's actually a pretty decent dude. I've actually met him, oh, but. Nice. Yeah, I'm digressing. Look, the Joe Biden, like, you know, he has this, like, he said it, you ain't black. And he has this shit-eating grin after it. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's one of a kind. (laughs) It is. I will say, let me say, let me, let me say another thing. Um, And I know I don't agree with Charlemagne the God and a lot of his views and stuff. Okay, there's a lot. I mean, there's there's stuff I agree with and there's stuff I definitely disagree with. But he I think he handled that interview incredibly well. I didn't see given, the full interview. Given what's around him, given what was around him and like the the way that he like the way that he responded, like you responded about as well as you possibly could. Like and that's something he's passionate about too. Charlemagne God, he's very passionate about African American issues in America. So, so would you th- would you see somebody say something like that, and you're that passionate, right? 
that's about as clean. Look, how Charlemagne responded is about as clean as it's probably going to get. Like, because I know, like, if you say that around a lot of other people, you're probably getting a more vicious response. And as we're seeing with a lot of other, you know, there's a lot of other people that are like, you're out of your fucking mind saying some shit like that. Deservedly so, but like, yeah. He, I, he was too nice to him, I think. I think he, because well, well, his staffer I mean, he was, was already well, right before he said his comments. This is like the double irony here. You could hear his staffer butting in, like, oh, it's all the time we got. And that was before he said this but he, condescending yeah. well, well, statement. Well, I mean, in that instance, right? In that instance, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're making a split second decision. Like I'm, I guarantee there's no way Charlemagne the God saw this coming. Like <laughs> to hear that and then see the smile. I like, I don't know. I like you. And then, and then what, uh, and then going after that, he, he put out his hands. is like, well, look at my record. I'm like, Oh, Jesus. come on, come on. Yeah, and it look, was like look at fucking Bynes record. Look at what he did in like the fucking nineties and shit. Look, he's like I would venture. I would say. I would say that uh, Donald Trump has done more in the first three years, three plus years, than Joe Biden has in his entire political career. And Joe Biden had like what a thirty-year plus head start. Like, I mean, it's. I don't know. I, I like. D- does he really? Does he really say this stuff and not think that people aren't going to look look any of this shit up or that nobody else is going to say anything to retort what he's saying? Like maybe if, oh, I'll keep going. No, I'm saying I'm saying if you have something Alex like please, I I'm, well, I'm kind I, of confused. I think maybe he watched like some of Trump shit how he won the 2016 election. He's like, oh, you know, Trump says outrageous shit. Maybe if I say outrageous shit, that I, that's true, you know. And to the Democrats, that is fucking true because look at the percentage of people voting for him. And I think maybe now people start to rise up and be like, hey, these people are flat out saying it to my face, you know, who aren't even black. That, you know, he if proves you Kanye West. Correct. Yeah. Everything Kanye is saying about the Democrats saying, you know, you're black and you have to think this way. You're black, so you have to vote Democrat. He revealed what they really think. This is probably the most honest Joe Biden's ever been, except when he mm-hmm. talks about people going to 7-Elevens and about yep. Barack Obama being an articulate uh, mainstream black president. Uh, his words are not mine. Um, so this isn't the first time with Joe, but this was I'll so bad. Yeah, I'll piggyback what Alex was saying. The um, I, I think what Joe Biden was trying to do was he was trying to say something slick because he thought like, you know, him and Charlemagne were homies, right? And they were trying to talk like buddy, buddy, you know. But like, <laughs> like, like, look, Charlemagne's been around the scene for a minute, right? Joe Biden is a seventy-seven-year-old white male who's had a track record of doing bad shit to the African-American community. Like you're not like, it just not only does it feel authentic coming from a unauthentic coming from a politician, but it's like even worse coming from 
that person, yeah, that particular person. Fucking KFC guy, you know, telling you, you know, fucking vote for me or else you're not a real black person. You know, that, that's like probably the most racist thing you can fucking say. You know, I don't know. Like, I don't even really know too much about Charlemagne personally. Like, I know him and Mr. Medica had like a beef at one point. I think like, like made fun of him calling midget or something, but you know, that's yeah, least. he's, he's had a lot of, he's had beefs and he's had, you know, his things and, and he's, and yeah, he says a lot. He's, he says quite a few things that I disagree with, but I do, I respect his ability to interview. Like he, he hosts a very popular show. Like he, he is a co-host on, on the breakfast club, a very popular radio segment. And He's very good at, you know, he's, he's really good at interviewing because he, he's, he, he's, he's very good at getting information and then asking for like, like he's very good. He's a really good interviewer. I will say that. What was he before this? He sounds like a rapper. He's a rapper. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he did a little bit of rap. He did a little little this and that, you know? Yeah. And okay. uh, The thing is, the big takeaway for me from this is that not only is Joe Biden completely out of touch with um, just about everything, which we've known, it shows that the Democrats have taken the black vote for granted for years. This is, I think, and we've talked about this before, I think Trump is going to dramatically increase his uh, turnout among African Americans. Is it going to be 50%? No. But it I think what did he get for like nine or eight percent, whatever it was. I yeah, think he's, I think it was single digits. Yeah, I think in he's twenty sixteen. Def- he will get more. He will well, absolutely get more. Well, here's what's going to happen to not even just that, but this is going to make black people not want to show up to the polls when you see yeah. you're fucking granted. Like, what's yeah? Happen? This is kind of his deplorables moment here. I mean, he's probably got more bigger gaffes down the road. I, mean, I don't even know if I'd call it a gaffe. This is just this is Joe probably being honest it's disgusting and condescending but this is what these people think they look down on the average person they look down i mean look hillary with the deplorables you're deplorables you're you're basically you know they look down on average americans and specifically uh demographic groups they take for granted and that's what they're doing here trump can swoop up a significant enough you know chunk of them he's not gonna convert them all it's just not gonna happen but it's a, this is what kanye's been saying this is what candace has been saying this is condescending racist behavior by the democrats but, and that's how you gotta frame it and i think when you look at deeper like you you're talking about like the mainstream media i think i mean and studies have shown and studies have really shown this too uh from a psychological perspective um when you're um when you're shown a piece of footage and you're told something over and over again over a long period of time you any you could be conditioned it doesn't matter how smart you are it doesn't matter how like if if someone says something the right way to you over and over again you could be conditioned and 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 look at what we're going through right now. Like honestly, if we're having an honest conversation right now, um, I I I think Donald Trump's probably the best president for African Americans we may have ever had. When you look at when you look when you look at what he's done with black unemployment, with the historical black colleges, uh, with the 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 prison reform, with the dismantling of 
Joe Biden with dismantling of his crime crime bill meant it much much more much more but i'm like you you're talking about stuff that you know look obama the first ever african-american president he didn't do like he didn't do as much which is which is amazing like aren't you supposed to be doing more like and and you know the clintons they were terrible they were terrible to african-americans um i i feel like this is this is the best president for at for african-americans we've ever had unfortunately i know i get real long-winded here unfortunately they the public has been told for god knows how long by the mainstream media over and over again that republicans aren't doing shit for african-americans and that Democrats are doing everything they can, and they're fighting for the African Americans. And so the African Americans need to vote Democrat. Like, and, they, and they've been told this over and over again for decades. And so it's almost like uh, the Democrats have this smug, like, oh, we got we got the African American vote on lock, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're we're dealing with it and right now we're and and over the last three years we really have started to see a systematic dismantling of that narrative because well with with technology you get alternatives right so you know you're you have other alternatives for media you know and and you we're starting to see these other prominent african-american conservatives that are voicing things out you know you got candace owens you got the hodge twins you've got tim the the interview that tim scott did with cbs was fantastic fantastic um i I, if if you could google youtube that's i highly recommend it anyway so many people cj pearson you know um he's been fantastic uh say that again diamond and silk diamond and silk fantastic terrence williams i love watching him on 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 facebook he's hilarious um hilarious um and uh like al ali uh love him um if i'm missing anybody i apologize but the the list is growing uh and and I, I i'm i'm proud to see it because we we have to we have, we have to continue bucking this trend yeah and the what i think is important is that you know i i i probably said on this show before identity politics is cancer but but and this is a big caveat to that i think when when you have the left playing the identity politics game you do have to counter that in some way um, that's why people like Milo are very effective. People like Candace are effective and Kanye, because you have to kind of break their, for lack of a better term, conditioning here, break the mold, break the perception. And the I... easiest way to do that is to be a black person that's conservative. And it's people also, I think, tend to, um, identify with people. Um, you know, especially if you see, uh, the way the Democratic Party plays a race card and you see a black woman, who's, uh, let's say, well, I'm looking at because I'm looking at this uh, image here, but if you see her, let's say, working for the Trump campaign, or you see her giving speeches, or you sort of connect with that because you go, oh, 
I was told Republicans are racist, but there's a black woman supporting Trump. That catches my attention. Let's look into it. And I love the Trump campaign immediately jumped on this. They immediately jumped on this buying comment because they knew it was gold. I mean, it's gold. They have a hashtag, you ain't black shirt now with Joe Biden's name below it. And the description says, Joe Biden actually told black Americans they, quote, ain't black if they support President Donald J. Trump. Support this t-shirt and make sure no one forgets the words hashtag, you ain't black, came out of Joe Biden's mouth. Yeah, it's, I, it's perfect. We, we had, we had, uh, we had Antonio Okafor. Oh, yeah on our show and i was i was royally impressed like uh, how intelligent how quick spoken she was like because because we, we saw well i saw her on there there was the the vice uh the vice documentary about black conservatives on on youtube and they had her like they involved her in that uh little documentary piece and they didn't make her look as intelligent as she actually was um talking with her i was just i was i was royally impressed like i'm just like the incredible stuff and the positive stuff she's doing like i, I i'm it was incredible um but yeah i i like and one of the things that we're talking about like and and by the way the last everything you said was completely accurate um and I, and I'll go deeper into that too. Uh, the one thing that we have to continue to do, and we're getting we get resistance with it. And I know Trump got a lot of resistance when he first came in, and and it's and and I got up got it. You know, shout out to these other con, these other conservatives, right? Um, we 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 dealt with this at Penn State. Um, we're still dealing with it. Um, you know, we, 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 you got to fight back. Like, look, you got to get aggressive. You got to get on the offensive because if you do nothing, the Democrats are going to trounce on your shit. Okay. They don't care. They know they're lot. They, they lie. They know they lie and they don't give a shit. Right. So you have to counter it. Like you have to meet them. And it and it looks aggressive, and 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 these people are like the people, the conservatives that we were dealing with, and the ones that Trump dealt with when he first got in office, and he's still dealing with them. They're non-confrontational. They're kind of weak, kind of soft. Not, oh, I don't want to deal. I don't want to, you know, do deal with all this or whatever. It's like you have to because these liberals are not going to give up they're not doesn't matter right if you want what you want and we all want we want all want our agendas to happen we all want our second amendment protected we all want our first amendment protected we all we want you know like we want everything on our constitution our, our freedoms everything we want it all protected and we have uh, our we want our economy we 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 want to have that American dream to where we can make something of ourselves. Oh, and, but you have to fight for it. Yeah. Because if you do nothing, they're just going to walk all over you. And I could, ex oh, I'll let you go, Alex. Here's kind of like my other question with that too. Did Biden ever apologize for us? And do you think 
if he didn't, if he will make an apology. He made a half-baked apology. He said, I shouldn't have said that. I'll, I'll go Google it. It was some really wonky apology. He, he used typical Bidenisms. Like, I'm sorry for being too cavalier. Yeah. Something, something along those lines. What the fuck like, is that? That's not cavalier. That's no, you like, showing your true colors. You don't care yeah. about these people. You just don't. I mean, if, imagine if Trump said this. That's what I always go back to. Imagine if Trump said this. Oh my what god. About white people. Like, if you don't vote for me, you're not white. Then people would be calling him a fucking white supremacist. What if people, what if black people went up to a, a Biden and said, you ain't white? Well, how would he deal with that? <laughs> he'd probably laugh. He'd, he'd cheer it. He's like, yeah! I'm one of you guys now! And start fucking developing cornrows and shit. Probably start dropping the N-bomb after that. <laughs> yeah, he'd start rapping, too. And that's the thing, too, is it's so... You know, like he'd probably joke. go. He'd probably go. He he probably go with some McDonald's. He'd be like, "I heard you guys like the McRib. Is that oh man?" Start eating in front of him and shit just to piss him off. Like, well, you know like, the joke of like you know white like about white people trying to be black. It's kind of like with you know when Hillary Clinton put on the sort of the accent and the um, cadence. Oh, you remember you remember when she had that interview and she said, "Oh, I have hot sauce," and pulled it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hot sauce. What an unauthentic shit is that? Yeah, that's like the fucking Cutco people saying they have their little like their knives in a sheath and they take everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I had to bring it back to Cutco. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like it's I like parties that like Cutco's a fucking scam. Like, oh you yeah, have knives in your purse. You have full blade knives in your fucking purse. You crazy person. Like, 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 I've seen this documentary on ID channel. It doesn't end well. <laughs> it's called Wives with Knives. Um, <laughs> the thing, too, is like actually about Cutco, not to go on a tangent here, but I've been doing a lot of interviews, and a lot of these I've been running into, they sound like, oh, marketing ad jobs. And then when you actually get on the interview, they turn out to be just sales bullshit jobs. I've been able to spot these MLA or MLM, I forget what the acronym is, for multi-level marketing. What was that? Yep, yep, you're right. MLM, multi-level marketing. Yeah, MLM. I'm spotting them, like, like easily now. Like, I have my ego eye on them. Because I once you go through just even the interview process, you realize how bullshit it is. Because they immediately start talking about pay. They immediately want you, like, to recruit college kids. They want you to work these hard hours. And when I hear, oh, it's, there's no salary, it's all commission-based, I'm like, yep, I'm just slave labor. Um, you know, and then they want you to buy like these training books or these like fucking knives, you know, and it's like, like this one training book for this insurance company is like $200 and you have to take a test. I was like, no, thank you. Uh, but you know, there, there are a lot of those out there. Now I look back and I realize there are people in college, like a particular person we know that was trying to get me involved with Cutco. I declined it cause it all felt a little weird, but he kept trying to like be like oh you need to pay off your loans right i'm like no oh well it's okay i made like 30 grand with cutco over the summer you should join you should join come on sean i can refer you you should join and really like pushing me and then i realized oh because he gets a kickback from that he gets money i see how it is well here's the thing if he was really making 30 grand in like what like three months why would he be why would he even go to college at that point yeah like, well, I think I was, he wants to go back and work for Vector, a.k.a. Cutco, like, now. Well, good. Well, he thinks it's not good. Go ahead, because 
you know, you can, you can, if you have rich relatives, that thing works. If you have rich friends, that works. You, you're basically grifting off your friends with that, with MLMs. I yeah. just cut because you, because no one in their right mind would buy that shit. You know, no one with any sense of money would buy fucking cut. Because that's my one problem with the fucking some people in the Republican Party they defend that behavior. Yeah. Well, let's be fair. The one person we do know is not very Republican. Well, no, but there's certain like the actual legislators they allow this behavior to to keep growing. True. No one, the Republicans have not been doing it. Like they they allow it to happen. Yeah. And like a lot of them get funding from these groups, and that's my one. And, I, and I'm not afraid to go and you know fucking call it out when i see it but that should be a bipartisan issue <laughs> fuck those scam companies because they target people you know it's an easy way to go and like scam people into fucking paying out all sorts of money and then not getting anything in return you know there should be a fucking law against these companies like because they're not even they they're not a real company they a real company doesn't like you know it doesn't make the fucking people working for it go into debt to go and pay back the company. Like, this isn't the fucking 1900s with the company store, but it's almost that same sort of thing with a lot of these multi-low marketing companies. Not all of them, but, you know, that's how a lot of them make their money. Yeah. And then they can claim, oh, you can make $17 an hour or whatever is, like, significantly above the minimum wage in your area. And then you find out, oh, that's commission-based if you sell, like, 10 knives a day. There's always a catch. Yeah, which, you know, the price of those knives, you're not going to be, like, you will have to find someone that's either really, really stupid and gullible, or is a relative to, you know, and then you go, it's like fucking uh, selling popcorn, or like, in your Boy Scouts or something, or, I guess, Girl Scouts with the cookies, well, at least the cookies are good. Like, well, the at least popcorn. it's going to an honorable cause, like, with Cutco, it's just, people... It's these corporate people, like sleazy rich people, like used car salesmen, uh, taking advantage of in-debt college kids, making them do a lot of work for honestly not that much pay, and they're the ones profiting off in the end. They're the ones that are safe. They're getting all the big money, whereas these college kids are getting some commission if they are lucky enough to con people into buying something they don't want. Yeah, like at least used car salesman, like it's it's a product that people need. Like you don't need a fucking vector knife. And it's cheaper <laughs> than a new car, definitely. Like, you know, it gives used car salesmen a bad name when you compare it to fucking MLM schemes. <laughs> I apologize to used car salesmen across the country for that. But to switch gears back to the Biden thing, because I want to talk about what Phil was saying, which is going on the attack. Going on and like really hitting it where you should be. What Biden said, we'll contrast what Biden camp said and what Trump camp said. Biden goes, tries to kind of like get out of this mess by saying, I should not have been so cavalier. I've never, never, ever taken the African community for granted. Uh, I beg to differ. He added, quote, I shouldn't have been such a wise guy. What? What are you, wise guy? Oh, my God. kind of, oh. Oh, it's so that bad. is definitely a seven something a seventy-seven year old white guy would say. He continued, "quote No one should have to vote for any party based on their race or religion, their background. Mm. That's not what you guys say in the Democrat Party." Now, this is the best part. If you want to learn PR, you should model this statement. Katrina Pearson from the Trump campaign um, is also 
uh, I guess the head or a big part of Black Voices for Trump, which is the um, basically the Get Out the Vote uh, Coalition for African Americans for Trump. Here's her statement. It, it's beautiful masterpiece. It starts off, Black Voices for Trump's statement for Joe Biden's racist remarks. Again, out of the gate, it's golden. They're framing it as racist. And here's the full quote. White liberal elitists, again, going for the elites, have continually dictated which, which black Americans are allowed to come to the table and have their voice. It is clear now more than ever, following these racist and dehumanizing remarks, that Joe Biden believes black men and women are incapable of being independent or free thinking. He truly believes that he, this is the best part, a 77-year-old white man should dictate how black people should behave. Biden has a history of racial con uh, condescension and today he once again proved what a growing number of black Americans and I have already known. Joe Biden does not deserve our votes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it is concise and it, it kills it from start to end. It, you know, they attack his age. They attack the condescending racist nature of the remarks. They attack... Um, them taking blacks for granted. They attack how they're um, basically treating blacks as if they're dumb and they can't think on their own. And then ends it beautifully with the sort of optimistic, hopeful view that people are waking up. You know, it gives black African Americans the benefit of doubt, the the uh, the good side of this um, uh, story here. Because this, this is all bad. This is all negative. And they put a beautiful positive spin at the end of it. It's a masterful statement and I love it. Like this is the kind of shit you will not see from the Romney camp at all. But this is the kind of shit you see from the Trump campaign and this is why he won and will win again. This is on point. I just, I still wonder if he's gonna, the, I, I just, just something just tells me he's not gonna be the the candidate something tells me that biden's not going to be the candidate like there's going to be some i i'm sticking to my gut and i'm thinking that something's going to happen and they're probably gonna like the dnc is probably going to push him out but i think they're going to wait they can't that i think they're going to wait until after the convention well then they absolutely they nominate can. them and then biden will like step down or something like where like not guess, gonna the, the vice presidential candidate would step in on the ticket or something like i i think there's gonna there's gonna be some there's gonna be some sketchy shit i'm telling you i don't think I so it. because look at how many people have endorsed him obama pelosi mm -hmm. all these big names why would they back somebody that they know is going to drop out? It would look bad on their part. No, because because they could they can control. Okay, so if if um they could get a vice presidential candidate that they can choose without having to actually go to the polls and ha earn votes. Like if I could get if I can get say if i could get biden to to suck up all the votes to lock up the nomination right if i could get him to not lock up the nomination and then i step down and say say they want somebody like i don't know kamala harris right like say you wanted kamala harris the whole time 
but like nobody was going to fucking vote for her. Like you could put her in as the VP and then as soon as the nomination happens, Biden could step down and then it's like, well, the VP is, you know, Kamala Harris. So then she could step in without actually earning the vote. No, they would piss too many people off, especially the Bernie bros. Cause the Bernie bros would say, Hey, wait, maybe Bernie maybe? got the second most amount of votes here. He should be the nominee. Then. These guys, see, I can't, I can't even, I can't discount it though, because the 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 Dems are unbelievably smug to the point of ignorance. Like, yeah, but they're so they're, smug that they think Biden can win. That's what. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. Look, it's smug to the point of ignorance. Yeah, but I don't think they would do something that stupid. I just it would be too oh, it would be way too far for them to do that. I mean, you know, especially when you nominate somebody at the convention, it's a done deal. You can't reverse that. So it would either have to happen at or before the convention. He's not dropping out. If they were gonna switch somebody in at the convention, again, it would have to be Bernie. It's the only person they could do. If they did somebody else, they would just totally blow this whole thing up and it'd be a mess. So they're stuck with Biden, but what I think they're going to do, maybe, is once he picks his VP, Biden goes back in his um, uh, basement, stays there for a hibernation, and the VP does 90% of the work. You know, I think that's more likely what's going to happen. The VP kind of takes the spotlight away from him, which is a, it's a failing strategy, but it's kind of the only strategy. It might be they better. Have. It might be better than Plan A. Yeah, like, exactly. Like... And I think he, because there was talk. Here's another thing we can just touch on quickly. There was talk of a bunch of women there in his vetting process, and that's how this question came up in the Charlemagne interview that Amy Klobuchar is being vetted. Yeah, I think she's somebody definitely to consider, but I don't think he's going to pick her at all. That just doesn't make mm-hmm. sense to pick a white woman. Again, it's got to be a colored woman. It's got to be a black woman. I hate to say it, but this is how the Democratic Party thinks. This is who they're going to pick. Hmm? He needs a safe face now with that shit. Exactly. He's got to cover his ass. I mean, he was attacked from the very beginning, the first debate, attacked over racism. And now he says this shit. It's like, I mean, it's it's like, does he want to lose at this point? I mean, when I saw the notification, I woke up late. I'll admit it because I'm still a college, acting like a college kid. And I look at my phone and I see the notification. Joe Biden says in an interview with Charlemagne that if you don't vote for Trump, that if you vote for Trump, you ain't black. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I cringed. And then I'm like, this can't be. And I, but at the same time, I was like, no, this very well could be. Actually, you know, like I had that split, that split second of like, maybe it's fake news, maybe it's taking off context, but I very quickly went, no, I could see it. I could see it. And he did. It doesn't surprise me at all anymore, this shit. The NAACP is pushing back against it, um, which I guess is good, but. Let's move on, because we've beaten that story to death more, and Joe Biden has beat his own supporters to death. Um, Talk about a seismic shift happening right now in the podcasting world. In In the, I guess you could say the talk show world, Joe Rogan announced, just out of nowhere, that he's moving to Spotify a $100 million multi year deal. Now, why is this important? If you know who Joe Rogan is, you know he's the number one podcast, uh, probably not just the country, but maybe the world, maybe. 
He's on YouTube. He's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. He's on all the podcasting platforms. You know, because that's how podcasts work. They just sort of go out to all these things. It's free. People listen to it. He has interesting guests. And he's very popular. Like 8 million subscribers on YouTube. And he's influential. But he has controversial guests like Alex Jones, Milo, Kevin McGinnis. He... I mean, I've heard people like Milo say he's the next to be banned. And we've kind of speculated on this show, too, that he is pushing the needle sometimes too far for other people's taste. And YouTube is mass demonetizing. There's a lot of shit going down. Him, Joe Rogan moving to Spotify, I'm going to say is bigger than Howard Stern moving to Sirius. This is a seismic shift. This is the moment in history when podcasts are taken seriously. It shows, because there's a money value on it now, $100 million dollars. Yeah. And it's not just any podcast moving. It is the number one podcast moving yeah. to a Spotify exclusive, which means you have to go to Spotify to watch and listen to Joe Rogan. Spotify loves this, of course, because their numbers are going to go way yeah. up. I mean, now Spotify is going to have a bigger focus on their podcasting uh, area, which has kind of just been the corner. But other platforms are not going to start doing this. You're probably going to see Apple Podcasts getting mm-hmm. buying up people for exclusives, Spotify or SoundCloud getting mm-hmm. exclusives. All you know, all these podcasts. One, they're all going to start doing this. And Joe, I think, dodged the censorship bullet. I think he did this because he knew the banhammer was coming, and it's smart to migrate your audience now while you have a big major mainstream platform. You can move them over. Now, rather than getting banned, lose half your audience, lose all this shit, and hope you can survive. I mean, that's what's happened to a lot of people. And he, Alex Jones talked to him apparently for 45 minutes. He claims that Joe left because of the censorship and the mass demonetization. And that on once he's on uh, Spotify in September, the first guest he's going to have on is Alex Jones. And the second guest is going to be Elon Musk. I hope he does that. It'd be the let. That's my diatribe on that because this is a big deal. And it cannot be understated just how important and seismic this is of a shift. I think the, I think it's big because um, you look at uh, – uh, first of all, all the stuff you said was true. But the but the, for me, it's like they put – they essentially – Spotify essentially put a price tag on the rights of a podcast that's big like to me that's big because you are saying that something is worth this much money and so now that that causes some other dominoes to follow like because there's a lot of there's a lot of really good podcasts out there so you're like well uh, i mean if you're you know you're talking about you know exclusive rights and there is money to be made because you know you're you, you can advertise you can advertise you can offer subscriptions like there's a lot there's a lot that you can do if somebody's talented enough and so you have to really you 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 really have to start negotiating now with a lot of these big big podcasters and of course who bigger than joe rogan right now and like so i i just wonder like well who are the next who's the next domino to fall like maybe the next couple to fall maybe the next you know because you're you're talking about you know when howard stern went to sirius right that before the sirius xm merger like when he went to sirius 
you know, you had, you know, then, then Opie and Anthony, that domino fell. And then, you know, you had a couple of other people falling shortly thereafter. Like it, like something like that sparks more down the road. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Joe Rogan is one of those unique ones though. Like he's really, uh, I, I love I love listening to his podcast because he brings like a plethora of different you know different uh, inter- interviewees from like all spectrums you know because you're talking about he'll he'll do uh, Elon Musk one week and then he'll do Bernie Sanders another week and then he'll do Anthony Cumia another week and then he'll do um, you know Neil neil degrasse tyson you know um and then he'll do you know alex jones the one week and then it's like it's like real it's a real mix and um i don't know it's uh i'm looking i'm looking forward to it because i already have spotify so i'm like you know yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too. Spotify is going to grow exponentially from this. I mean, they're already huge, but then now that they're yeah. getting it, they're seriously getting, going into the podcasting world. And I think it's going to obviously help Spotify get more ad revenue, get more data to harvest and sell. But for the... I See, I know Joe claims he's safe and he can say whatever he wants. And it's going to be the same show on Spotify. Yeah. We shall see because Spotify also banned Alex Jones. Let's just keep that in mind. But I am hopeful that we can still, we can find places for, I guess you could say, dissident and uh, controversial and just op- free thinking voices can have a platform because YouTube is strangling that. It is not a platform for free thinking anymore. It is simply about having advertiser-friendly voices, and even that, when you do get monetized, your monetizations are just going down. Scott Adams did a great video recently just showing simply, last year he had more subscribers, uh, or he was getting more and more subscribers every day. Subscriptions were just going through the roof, and so was monetization. It was above it. Monetization was more than his number of subscribers. This year, literally, out of nowhere, just changed. He was still getting more and more subscribers, but his demonstration just crashed. And it was way less than the number of subs he was getting. It, It's killing him. And Joe mm-hmm. now has locked in 100 million. He doesn't have to worry about getting demonetized. It's Well, well and, and, he, and here's another reason. Why I, I'm confident that Joe Rogan will still be able to do whatever he wants to do because, I mean, Joe Rogan has a whole lot of fuck you money like even going into even before all of this he was still pumping out some good pretty good cheddar and that that's it's different like if you were just like an up and like say you were talented but you were like up and coming and so you have like financial ties to certain things and it's like uh like they could really kind of manipulate you like joe rogan he's like well fuck like he's got fuck you money so it's not as big of a deal like i think he could really like the leverage is completely on joe rogan oh yeah well he has a contract too so like even if, like i don't think they can change the contract halfway through like if he yeah. was smart, 
he probably will put something in there where he can have on whatever guests he wants. And with sure, him. I'm sure of it. And if they did change a contract, you know, then he has a hundred million dollars and they violate their own contracts. Then he could, with that sort of money, he could, he could host his own website and do it himself with that. Mm-hmm. You know, or he could go to another like streaming platform. Like maybe he'll go to like Apple, you know, streaming or iTunes or, you know, Google play. It doesn't matter at that point. Cause he'd be free again. Like, you know, the world's his oyster. And unlike Alex Jones, who, to my knowledge, he never had a contract with Spotify. Mm-mm. You know, so you know, they can get rid of you if you're not contracted for whatever reason they want to. If you're just hosting mm-hmm. music to host your content for free. And that's what our podcast is like, too. Like, ours syncs up to Spotify and all these services. We use Anchor, which is actually owned by Spotify now, uh, which distributes your podcast across all the platforms. Including you know Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all these except SoundCloud. SoundCloud is stupid because you have to pay after you put up like ten episodes. You have to pay every month to keep uploading. It's really annoying. But with Spotify, anybody can put something up on there. But he's got an exclusive deal with them that he's only on that platform now, which is it's huge. I mean, it cannot be understated. I mean, he is he he's a the perfect sort of image of what the new media is like it's online it's free-flowing open it's very modern and it's very populous you know it's not corporate media joe just has a studio that he's built himself and he's cursing he's having fun he's drinking smoking pot you know it's it's very it's very zoomer you know it's it's really interesting and i think while I've had some criticisms of him recently, I've kind of like, I don't want to say like uh, gotten rid of those criticisms, but I kind of think now, oh, I think he really gets what's going on. That's what Alex was kind of saying, because Alex got mad at him. He's like, Joe, you have all the information. You know this is happening. You know the globalists are trying to censor you. And it sounds like it kind of reality really hit him. And Alex claimed it was because YouTube I believe this article isn't up anymore, which is annoying. Uh, it was done by Paul Joseph Watson. It was a great article. I don't know why he had to take it down. But it sounded like YouTube was telling Joe he couldn't have these scientists on his show about coronavirus to disagree about it. Maybe they were going to label it like misinformation or something or demonetize it or shadow ban it. I don't know, but there was something about that. And that was like the straw that broke the camel's back for him. Mm. So, I don't know, but... It could be. And maybe Joe just was like, yo, Alex, I didn't tell you to publish that shit, and that's why I got taken down. But it's interesting. Interesting, and I wouldn't surprise me, because I've heard stories about scientists with different viewpoints on coronavirus, gang shut down, censored, demonetized, all these things on YouTube. Um, pretty bad. But do you guys yeah, want... Yeah, they, they want to control the narrative on that. They don't want you to dissent. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, they want to put software on your phones that tracks you with Bluetooth if you're infected with coronavirus. Yeah, like didn't they do that new Apple update or something? Yeah, but you know what's nice? I mean, I got the update. And there's a separate coronavirus app from Apple. But when I looked at the settings, I thought immediately, I'm going to turn this off. It was already turned off. Didn't even have to do anything. So I do appreciate that. And I hope it's actually off, but... I do appreciate that it was off right when you download it. I doubt that. Like, if they really want to figure out where you were, they can like try. They can get your 
like triangulate the signals and look it up in the in the fucking tower. Oh yeah, they there's so many apps that know where you are when you have that. Um, shit, what's it called? Location. On there, if they really want to find out where you were, as long as you have that, and you can't turn off the regular phone, you know you're kind of fucked. Yeah, as long as you have location tracking on, like you're getting tracked. They know where you are. Yep, they, they know do. when you are sleeping. They know when you're awake. <laughs> if they don't bring you gifts down the chimney like Santa does. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll they'll demonetize you though. Yeah. They'll work on cursing you if they don't like you. Now here's where I'm kind of at a weird spot now for all that is I'm like, should I just say fuck it and be like privacy's dead, like who cares anymore? Or should I be like, you know, yeah, privacy's dying and it's probably dead, but let's not make it worse than it already is. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, try to go and fight for what little little bits of scrap you have left. Don't give up. If you ever need to go and do anything truly private, you know, put your phone away, keep it in the car, and do what you will. Make sure everyone else is doing it, too. Mm. Don't wear any smart gadgets when you're trying to do anything remotely private. Yeah, I just okay. wonder if it's just like a Just ask Earl battle. Thomas. Who? Earl Thomas? You don't know? The, the, he's the safety for the Seattle Seahawks that uh, he was... He had, he, okay, so this is one's kind of crazy. It's old, but whatever. A couple weeks old, I Pull guess. Gu- His um, wife pulled a gun on him for an affair? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, he, he was, he was participating in an orgy with his brother and a couple of females. <laughs> and so the wife uh, tracked where he was at uh, because of his, uh, I guess it was, was it Snapchat? I guess. Oh so my God. found out that he was, it uh, that he was at a, you know, at one of his other houses or whatever, and so she came in with a gun and started, you know, threatening him and pointing a gun at him and all that, you know, and dude, but like, I'm saying, look, you don't want to get caught. You better keep your keep your freedoms in check. You know, turn your turn your location. Yeah, that's such saying. a fucking rookie move like leaving your location tracking on the snap map are you kidding me oh my like god i'm sure i'm sure he had so much on his plate you know like his brother and a couple of girls they didn't really have time to look <laughs> at the whole you know location thing okay oh shit he even posts whoa it says yeah uh, he's like oh this guy yeah right after that he posted on instagram he's like oh this this stuff kind of this stuff kind of stuff happens bro like where on the springer show what the fuck <laughs> she found a video of him with other women on his snapchat and then she decided to check his whereabouts by logging wait she logged into his snapchat yeah. account so she has login and then she used his snapchat account to track his location to a nearby airbnb rental home and says she called up two other women to help her confront Earl at the pad <laughs> yeah Wow. You can't make that shit up. She had a fucking Beretta, too. Yeah. That's a reliable <laughs> one, too. Yeah. Very know. reliable handgun. Yeah, that's what they say, man. You know, don't fuck bitches. <laughs> Get stitches. Crazy. And if you're going to be playing around, don't try to tie one down, you know? Yeah. What an absolute loser. 
Like there's well, some people out there who are like into those like poly fucking Amory shit. You know, just find one of them. Sounds like yeah. something for the poli sci major. Oh god, fucking poli sci. Oh, uh, are we really gonna go there? Are we gonna go there? Well, the you guys want to go there. You know you do. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, but that was sense polyamory or poli sci because they're both fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, in the real world. I had to do that segue. I mean, I heard poly, and my like senses went off. Oh God! Like, okay, we we've we've dissected polycide before on here, but what's our new sort of um, thorn that's been added in our side about polycide? What's triggered you recently about it? Well, I was in discussion with someone. They were basically saying that I uh, what was the word for that? Like, I'm like throwing their entire major under the bus because I said that polls aren't the end all be all of gay. You're insulting his major. Yeah, like well, yeah, everything. Okay, so 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 my biggest beef right now with some of the people that you know I know that are in that major is they're talking about like the elections right now, and and it's what May, right? Um, they're talking about like oh these polls, these polls are being read, and it looks like. Trump is behind on a couple of these polls or whatever. I'm like, did you not watch the 2016 election? Did you not see how how that panned out? And and they're like, and and a lot of these people are saying, well, they got they the they got the national polls right within the margin of error. And then of course I'm uh well that's a that's that's the dumbest thing. If somebody somebody says that to you, they're a fucking idiot or they're misleading. Because um usually the margin of error on, on pulse on polls is somewhere around three percent, right? Give or take. Summer's so, high is like six. Right. But we'll just we'll we'll give them three percent. Like, well, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt. We'll go three percent. Um, there, the, in the last election, there was what, 127 million voters total, total, something like that. Maybe we'll say 130, 130 million. Cause you know, Gary Johnson, he, uh, he had a few, uh, and then Vervin had a few too. Anyway. So, um, so you look at 3%. What's 3% of that? That's like 4 million votes, right? Now, uh, if you're looking at it from an electoral standpoint, 4 million votes could mean absolutely nothing if they're distributed, say, amongst uh, New York and California. For, that, would, that would change nothing in either of those states, like as far as, as, far as that goes. But if you distribute them, in some of these other states, it could get like it could get you're talking about like you know 50, 60 electoral vote swings, you know, that could completely flip into a whole election, right? So it's like when you're talking about a national like like you're you're talking about the national margin, it's like, well, like, well, where are these votes distributed? Because we're not a popular vote country we're a country of electoral college right the electoral college that uh 
we're, we're, they're decided the i'm sorry the elections are decided electorally you know with you know and you know so so they they tell us oh well the the national polls were kind of right well no they weren't fucking right at one and two even if they were it doesn't make a lick of fucking different um i don't know what do you think alex because look help me out here because several fucking major i feel like you could go and break poly sign to two different like sub majors one the people actually get shit done and that would be like you know your um the one class the uh what was that thing Sean? The polling class? Yeah, that wasn't a class. It was that, like, that boot camp thing. Leadership Institute. The Leadership Institute. You would have a number. That would be pretty much the one major, like, practical, trying to actually get people elected and to stay in office. The other one would be more philosophical for people that want to go and, like, use it as a stepping stone to another major. Like, you know, kind of the... would be, like, more of, like, a sub-sub of the philosophy major. Like, more of, like, you know... You know, the differences between the political parties and shit like that, maybe briefly going over that. But, like, right now, it just seems like this bastardization of the two. They're trying to do too much at once. Like, honestly, and like, and the stuff they teach isn't even that great. Like, they try to go and take something that could be summed up in, like, a two-day boot camp and put over four years. Like, it's just a bunch of bullshit classes in there. Like, it's one of those, cop- it's one of those classes that I don't think really deserves to be a, a full-on major. Yeah. You know, because, like, the people who take these classes, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They become either elitist or they're, like, so fucking deluded that they think that, like, third parties and shit are, are like, extremely viable. Yeah, well, because, again, this is something I think that happens with college. A lot of classes are bullshit to begin with, unless you're in some special majors like engineering. But even when you are in any sort of thing, it's an idealized version of what econ should be, of what advertising should be. Like PR is a good example. My, this PR professor, I just couldn't stand him because he's like, in PR, never lie, never do this, never do that. And I'm like, they do this shit on a daily basis. You're not there to to defend the company no matter what. You're there to tell the truth. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. I can't do the laugh I was doing at the moment. But it was like, (laughs) this is a joke. Are you kidding me? Like, (laughs) ha. Well, honestly, I feel that poli-sci should be more more towards that, like, marketing sort of degree than, you know, towards anything else if you actually want to get shit done. They don't know how to market. You need to be, like, a PR person to, like – you know, to help your fucking candidate, because half these people are fucking incompetent. But so, yeah, I, I, I need a fucking PR guy for that dude, not a poli sign. Why they no hire way, PR okay. dudes? Yeah. So in no way am I saying, don't learn about polling. Don't learn about, you know. It should be low the, in your priorities, the curve, though. The bell curve or standard deviation or whatever. I'm saying. If you're going to get into politics, absolutely learn about that stuff. If you're going to learn about like quantitative values when it comes to polling, absolutely. Just know that it's the most manipulated shit on earth, right? That's like, because if you think that that's, there's, if you think there's honesty in polling, uh, I got a bridge to sell you in fucking Brooklyn. Um, 
because like look i mean there's there's a reason why there are so many polls out there because what just one can't be reliable right you've got so many people with so many different agendas that you're not going to get like you have to read like you have to read into whatever poll you're looking at it's like oh well a cnn poll just determined that biden is in front by certain amount like well let's look into that okay well did they oversample democrats yes (laughs) who did that yeah who who is it cnn who are they? Well, they're a conglomerate news organization owned by Time Warner, which is owned by AT&T, which does multi-billion dollar business in China. Um, well, what what was the population? What, what was the sample size? Where was the sample size taken? Yeah, no, like that. that's all in like a fucking stat class. I took two stat classes and we went all over that. Like, why right. did a whole fucking major? Right. Like, you know, if you want to go and learn about this shit, there's better avenues than wasting, you know, like $40,000 in four years of your life or however much it is for fucking college. How many like politicians are poli-sci majors? Probably a lot, but they go on to law, yeah. to law school though, and they go to I like... Think a lot of, and they get a proper so degree. a lot of it... <laughs> yeah, very, what, what, what Alex was saying, and like, I, I, I think a lot of it, well, especially like if you're talking about the national in the national circuit you know a lot of it is just like ivy league and if you're majoring in poli sci a lot of it is um like if you're majoring in poli sci a lot of it is you know like a card carrying member of like an elite school or something like that it's more like a club versus you know legit like okay let's you know what are we learning? Who are we serving? Whatever. It's like, I, I, there's a lot more that's going on than just, Oh, I want to get into politics. Well, you want to get into politics. You got to get into campaigns. You got to actually do some real world experience, do the LI shit, read up on some books, research on your own. I mean, the it's because this comes like even with advertising, a lot of shit. I know a lot of the strategies I implement or the thought thinking I do and the thought process didn't learn in class you know it's this sort of like weird mindset people have that like school teaches you everything and you're going to be a master at this thing once you walk out of college that's so far from the truth and with poli sci i mean look you should know there's a problem just right from the name political science you cannot well and that's that's another one of my big fucking pet peeves with that is i keep saying oh well it's a science well yeah just because they put science in the name (laughs) I mean, technically, so is Scientology. Scientology has science in the name. Technically, okay, so technically, see, this is misleading as shit, too. Because (laughs) if you really want to, like, say, well, technically, anything is really a science, right? Because it's like, you have to remember that voice. That's a good one. Technically, uh, (laughs) anything is a science. Uh, Like, like even economics is a science right because economics is a science and how a country handles its scarce resources right well like statistics i i, I guess with that but that's not even a real science uh, that's i'd almost put like business in like a third category of like this but you could you could argue 
but you could absolutely argue that anything is a science anything no because science is something is that science. is observed i think repeatable testable and some like that where it can be proven again and again oh you mean repeatable like teaching something about something in a course that is taught over and over again no i mean it can be recreate recreate i think that was the word i was looking for like and mm-hmm. for example um gravity I can take this ball, drop it, it falls. I can take a book and drop it, it falls. You, know, you can keep doing that and prove gravity exists. I mean, I forget what the definition of science is, but something along those lines of what makes science science or scientific laws. But like political science, it's it's really political theory. Or maybe the political, it should be called political studies, you know? Because, yes, yeah. you do learn forms of government and all that shit, but it is just like every other studies class. It is useless except... Um, if you use, if you do other shit on the side, if you get involved with campaigns, if you're actually doing shit that's beyond the classroom, you can go somewhere, but it's not because so, of your major. It's because of you. So science, the, the, the definition of science is, uh, the observation, identification, description, environment, experimental investigation, and theoretical explanation of phenomena. That's pretty much anything. That's pretty much anything. Because you you observe it, you identify it, you describe it, you investigate it, and you explain it, theoretically explain it. Like that's literally that's yeah. You could literally argue that about anything. Anything. Yeah. Like I mean I don't know, I feel like there's a difference between like chemistry where you know you have yeah. X amount of like this chemical. No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying there isn't a difference between uh chemistry and like poli sci oh absolutely no i'm not not, not, i'm not that i am in no way arguing against that i'm just saying when you're talking about the word sci. remember how i went weird with the technically right technically it is (laughs) obviously you know if you dig deeper there's obvious differences but you know i was just saying I was just saying, mm. technically. Yeah, know. I get your point. I think it's valid to bring yeah. up, but it's. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's even valid. I'm just saying. Yeah. Technically, yeah, by good. the letter of the definition, you could obviously how we see science. It's a bit different from you know. Well, couldn't you argue that like women's studies could be its own like? It, of course. Of course, you could be that women's studies, even though it's one of the shittiest majors offered by a college, um, that could be considered a science because it's, you know, some batshit crazy person, you know, observed it, identified it, described it, uh, investigated it and explained it. Right. Um, but, you know, obviously, if you look deeper into it you really find out how useful that shit really is or useless that shit really is. But, but again, technically you could, you know, you could, you know, argue that, you know, and I think a lot of people that, cause I do know some good people on Polly's side that actually have made something of, the, of themselves and get the real world. But I know it's the people that don't, that get into Polly's side that don't get the game. They kind of, I think they go into poli because they really don't know where else to go. 
and it makes them kind of feel good. It makes it feel like they're learning something about this shit. And they, they don't, like, I can think of two people in poli-sci, at least, that just don't put in the hard work that it takes to actually learn this shit. Well, and, like, for in Turning Point, for example, most of the people that show up there aren't poli-sci. None of the people yeah. on the exec board, under my term, were poli-sci majors. Right. And you can tell by the results. Yes, you, know, you can. Oh, of course. Of course. Because, honestly, like, these people, they go into it... They expect, you know, they expect it to be like a like chemistry, like engineering or something, where you know people just be lying up for jobs without realizing that hey, this major's on its own. It might be like a twenty dollar bill, but if you play your cards right, you buy and sell some shit. You know, you might be able to make a decent bit of money. Versus engineering, that's like a fucking hundred dollar bill, and you know you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want after that. You know, like you can pretty much take like engineering or like a, you know, like a super hard science. And people will line up the fucking door, like, you know, computer science. And, like, they'll fucking offer you jobs, like, right out the gate versus there where you have to go and do significant amount of work, you know, before you can get it even into the fucking door. And I think, too, with poli-sci, like, if you're going to get involved with CR, CDs, or something like that shit, it's almost like, well, it's my major. I guess I should do these things. But people that aren't in those majors that do them, it's out of passion. It's because you genuinely like this shit or believe in it. You know, I think that's where that separation comes in. And man, I just Google poli-sci memes. Some of the spiciest shit comes up. I love it. People on the internet get it. Like, this one's like, you're funny, fully supported by your parents, and in poli-sci 101, please honor us with more political wisdom. And yeah, no, it's fucking true, man. Like, why are these people some of the most, like, dickish to be around? Yeah. They make such a fucking big deal. Like, oh, you know, like, they're in their own, like, elitist circles. Like, why can't they just not treat other people like shit and they flex their major like oh look at me i'm poli-sci well i mean like and of course with poli-sci there's there's my biggest my biggest thing well i wouldn't say it's the biggest thing but it's like you get a lot of people that are in poli-sci and they want to they want to lead but they don't want to serve but that Mm. you you can't really t-shirt well well i mean there's a whole bunch of people, including the Bible and Andrew Ma and all, all these famous people that already already said that shit. But anyway, like the, but this is, but you see it a lot in poli sci. Like you see a lot of people that want to lead or they want to be in a leadership position and all the glory that comes with it, but they don't want to serve. They don't want to actually serve to, you know, or do the ground, do the, you know, dirty work to get to that point right and and that that that's what and, and it's hard because when you serve okay so and this doesn't just this doesn't just apply to poli sci it applies to really life in general like when you when you serve right when you do the hard work when you do the groundwork you you develop a sense of purpose direction and motivation right you 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 develop those senses and you learn about the purpose direction and motivation and so when you get to that leadership position you can lead other people more effectively because you have that knowledge and you understand the purpose direction and motivation behind whatever it is you're trying to tell other people to do right so 
that's where you, that, I mean, but, but you, but with poli sci, you get a lot of these people that want to lead and I, they've never served. So it's like, well, how the fuck are you going to be a good leader? It's a really, it's a crab shoot after that. Like, they're not collecting the skills they need simply like it probably i'll let you go alex in a second but last thing i'll really say is that it just seems to be like li like your classes should be taught like li where you learn how to mm -hmm. actually do this shit yeah but li is great so li teaches you a lot of good uh groundwork techniques too like they really teach you a whole lot of good groundwork techniques i was looking at i was looking at one of the li manuals or whatever online and it had a lot of good it had a lot of, a lot of good content in it like to to you know teach somebody how to you know do the groundwork like do the ground game do the information gathering do all all the stuff that you do but even before you become a leader you know and which is so it's it's important because well if how the like if you don't know what your subordinate is supposed to do or the purpose behind what they're doing how the fuck are you going to teach them yeah no that's no no that makes sense like honestly if there was two people that came over to me one was a poli sci major and one just you know he what didn't even go to college he went to like leadership institute i'd rather put the person who went to leadership institute in a position of authority in the fucking campaign yeah hands oh. down yeah no question hands down no question. no fucking question at all see i'm looking <laughs> at the presidents of the united states and their majors in college and I think there is only one president that was a policy major, and it was Woodrow Wilson. Well, didn't Bill Clinton like have a policy major, and then he went to law school or something? I should be specific. It looks like one's that graduated. Bill Clinton, University of Oxford, withdrew, and then went to Yale Law School. Well, did he go for policy? Let's find out. Um... I mean, he's, he's got some fucking skeletons. Well, People of America, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I don't know how tired of that, that fucking impression has to be. Like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. The most infamous line yeah, from like, the 90s. I know that has to be the most worn out fucking line ever. Let's see, he went to Georgetown, actually. Um, and was received was receiving a bachelor's of science in foreign service degree in 1968 um which yeah who knows what that means oh my god here we go this is where it gets good he while in college he became brother of co-ed service fraternity alpha pi omega and was elected to pi beta kappa and was also a member of the order of demolay demolay a youth group affiliated with the Freemasons, but never became a Freemason. He's a member of Kappa Kappa Psi Honorary Band Fraternity. What the fuck? That's like one, two, three, four different like frats and Mason secret groups that he like jumped around through. <laughs> I know for a fact that there is a Mason who is the uh, president of Penn State's College Republicans. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me. Upon graduating Georgetown, like his house and I saw like a Masonic logo. I was like, "Are you a Mason?" And then I was like talking to him. So I was like, "Oh yeah, you Mason." I was like, "Nope." <laughs> and he says, "Okay, I'll show you the door." <laughs> yeah, geez, like you can see the, but like no, like 
the thing about polysemiatry though it's just like if the, if the people in there could like actually act like these like decent human beings for the most part like a lot, some of them are fine but you know a lot of these people they just want to go and say you know oh you know i don't have to go explain shit to you you know i'm a fucking polysemiatry major like that that's just what pisses me off the most oh yeah and you know like honestly i think that they should go and make it more rigorous because obviously it's an easy major. Some of these people just like playing in fucking no effort. Like it should be. I like think it gets fun. hard near the end though. Does it really? Well, somebody mm-hmm. I knew was failing pretty bad. Define hard. Well, okay. Well, I you don't want to say like hard, hard, but like it gets, I mean, everything I guess gets tougher near the end, but apparently it gets tougher near the end, but I don't even know how hard it was getting to be honest. I don't know, man. Like, they never want to go and talk about their major, except for when they That's make the it like, oh, you know, I'm better than you because I took a poli, so I'm, I'm in this political science. And if all they do is fucking polling, like, honestly, it sounds like marketing or something would be better off than, like, honestly, it does, because at least marketing people know how to fucking poll, because I've done polls and research studies and, you know, focus groups from a bunch of different people, and the fucking political ones are the worst. They only like, explain the worst, when they're poli-sci majors, when it's convenient. Yeah, like, I just don't see how they can fill four years of education with that stuff. Like, you know, the two days I was in LI, it was jam-packed, it was good. And, you know, you could probably a few more classes, but I can't really see a point in you having it, like, full-on, like, for four years. Like, I, I couldn't imagine doing that. You know, like, and I took a, poli, a, a poli-sci class, and it was like, okay, here's political ideology. Like, okay, that's great, but... You know, we're we're democracy, so maybe two of those really pertinent to America. You know, like it's just impractical. Yeah, and that's my big concern. That stuff is just acad- academia bullshit. And they all go into law schools; so they can learn a valuable skill in politics, which is how to bullshit. And that's what they, you know, you you, you don't learn this in poli sci. I don't even look honestly. What do you learn that you don't learn in a fucking like high school civics class? Because, like, you learn the structure of government and civics, you know, in... Well, some, some colleges don't, or some high schools have gotten rid of civics classes, but, you Ours know... Ours was called just gov, but, like, it was one year of that, and you learned it. And even though, and then you learned all that shit before, but you kind of went into greater detail. Why is there a whole major that just sort of goes into ideologies and shit like that, when you can figure that out on your own? Yeah, I mean, it, it. It. I don't see where the money is in just like that little poli sci, you know. Like if you, unless you go, like, and that's true too. One of the lowest paying majors is, is poli sci, unless you go to grad school. Like that's just flat out the truth. I think I saw that somewhere. I Maybe believe this was it. before they women's studies and gender studies, but like, you know, honestly, they all kind of seem just the same sort of bullshit. Just. Except for this one, I, I guess, isn't as, it, I mean, for being ideological, probably isn't as left. But, I mean, it depends on what school you go to, too, and the professor. I love but, that. I did find a new poli-sci uh, politician here. Bernie Sanders graduated from University of Chicago with a bachelor's in poli-sci. There you go. There yeah. you go. See, that, and that's another thing, too. I, I, I have a fundamental flaw with that whole majors because I don't like career politicians. Mm-hmm. So that that whole major kind of, you know, it is. It's the like problem. It is, I would that a major even existing. So I don't like career politicians. I don't think it's yeah. beneficial to have people. I, I rather have a fucking working man. Like I love what Trump did. You know, yeah. other politicians that like at least they had a fucking day job beforehand. 
they know they know that and like especially if they had like a working class job or something or not even working class but like a real fucking job not just like not you know sitting on a fucking ivory tower somewhere at least they have some real world experience and they know different people take a guess as to what jeb bush's major was it's probably fucking poli sign <laughs> no it's worse was it a uh, business no that's better this is it's gotta be worse dude you gotta go lower than low sociology <laughs> latin american studies <laughs> of course he would that's why I was... oh my god <laughs> oh my god that's so bad thank god we thank god we dodged that bullet. <laughs> like like how like how is that a fucking major like i i no, don't get me wrong if you want to if you want to study something like that hey whatever it's your fucking life but that's not a fucking major. I I don't I don't know how that's a major. Like yo, John Kasich had, was a poli sci too. Yeah, look at that guy. Look at that got him. <laughs> Nowhere. Meanwhile, Trump bachelor's of science, economic, real estate. Hell yeah. Yeah, and look, he actually got he was successful. Like business, I wouldn't call it like I wouldn't call business a science. Business, no. it's a theory. I, like there's a third way like you know you have your fucking hard sciences you have your you know your humanities and then you have business because i feel like business and you could probably even lump poli sci in there because i mean no no i'd, I'd say good in humanities but poli it's size like sociology in many ways when you think about it there are a lot of overlapping similarities you know they they have all these grandiose ideas that come from studies and polling and sampling and it's like Look, the thing with like polls too is, I mean, I'm an ad major, and obviously I haven't been in the real world yet. But like, even our textbooks told us, at least one of them did, that like, yeah, polls aren't, and studies and surveys and focus groups are really a guess. And my professor even told us, like, they 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 tell you a very limited sort of like viewpoint like it, it they're not really telling you what people really feel and think because there's a lot of subconscious shit that's just not going to come out in a focus group and you know it's there's just so many problems with it and i don't know why people like like fetishize these things well i feel like focus groups are better off than just like fe- like i think there's a hierarchy there so you have your fucking <laughs> polls and those are a dime a dozen <laughs> and then you have like fucking focus groups and that at least like at least with that, you know, you're spending a lot of time on this, you more money, you know, both to go and administer and to go and like force free, people going. Free it. pizza. Jeez, and that was that was a fucking scam too, because like I've been to fucking focus groups before and I've gotten like hundreds of dollars if I'm be spending that little time there. And they didn't even fucking pay me for that. Except for like some shitty pizza. You know, no wonder people I mean and then too, like we completely like you know, we crashed that fucking thing with everyone from the Bulmus party. <laughs> well, you know? well, as we are for Trump at the time, let's make a clear distinction. Well, I think it was technically, I think no, it was, it was we are for Trump because it was during the election. The the name change happened. Well, actually, well, no, they, they made us change the name because they said we could not make a part a club with the name of Trump's name. Oh because... yeah, I think you might be right, but it's not what the Bulmus party is today. To be clear. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. That's, I mean, before somebody finds poli, this video and like, goes, po- poli, poli sci teaches you pretty much how to bullshit people. I mean, no, honestly, it doesn't even like, do that. That's why they go to law school. Yeah. <laughs> like, what does I it mean, teach they, you? They teach you. They teach you how to fake people out with shit. Like, I don't know. 
I'm like a pseudo intellectual. Take out Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like no, they teach yeah. you how to sniff your own farts. It's a very delicate art that many of us just haven't it's... learned. You have know, a fucking pseudo intellectual and just gonna be a dick to people for some of them. Other people like. I just don't see the fucking purpose. Yeah. Like, I don't see how this helps people in society get real jobs. Because, like, a lot of these, like, entry-level poli-sci jobs, you know, you'd be working in the polls. And you can do that without having a college degree. I've worked, I've volunteered for campaigns before. You know, you don't need to be a poli-sci major to do that, and it doesn't really benefit you. Yeah. Because that's like this big brain philosophy stuff like maybe if you become a politician some of it you know might be helpful but like you know that's even then it's not because like it the politics game is about name recognition marketing um connecting with people uh you know doing favors i hate to say it but it's like you know you're playing this whole 4d chess game and look it's literally like camp a lot of campaigns are won on candidates not policy it's kind of an illusion a lot of people still have that they're voting for policy it's like you really just need to know the basics like if you're on the left or the right and a few things that kind of distinguish yourself but a lot of it comes from the messaging a lot of it comes from the marketing and that's something policy simply doesn't teach you li teaches you that advertising teaches you that marketing teaches you that um Shit online will teach you that. I mean, that's why Trump was so good at it is because he was a businessman. He understood marketing because that's what he had to yeah. do. You know, you don't learn that in policy. You, you don't even learn that really, frankly, in business classes. You learn that from actually doing it or going out yourself and testing what works and figuring it out for yourself. And, and see, and if you want to go and like really stump a poli sci major, ask them how Trump won when he lost all the polls. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what their response is? The polls weren't wrong. They were just misinterpreted. Every mm-hmm. single poll by every single yep. major outlet was misinterpreted. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, you probably had like how they many had pro- everybody. Many misinterpreted of them the had Bill. Cl- uh, the, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> get that's him out of your mind. <laughs> now. Bring Hillary back. I'll, I'll never get. I'll never get Bill out of my mind. <laughs> no. Um. No, that they had in the 2016, like at this time, four years ago, they had Hillary Clinton by like double digit leads in a lot of the polls. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck happened? Right. And if, if these polls were so fucking fantastic, it's like, well, well, what the fuck happened? You know, and 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 the problem is, it's like. like i said before they they, they're like oh the these guys quickly run to the national polls it's like well they were within the they were within the margin of error i'm like the margin of error is three percent of a hundred on 130 million votes okay that's enough to swing anything Mm -hmm. i mean he trump won some states by like point two percent of the vote yeah. or like one percent of the vote i mean it's ridiculous and on top of that i mean look i've done a lot of phone banking i made hundreds of calls most of the time people don't pick it up <laughs> and when they do yeah. it could be their wife who's a democrat or a republican you know what i do when a po- well you know what i do when a post pollster fucking calls me you answer say fuck you and hang up pretty much pretty <laughs> much i'll be like oh oh are you a pollster 
hey, hey, could you do me a real quick favor? Go fuck your mother and then click. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, there's this whole. It's, it almost feels like a fucking scam because there's this whole fucking industry out there. Yeah. Just peddling the pseudoscience, and if they couldn't even predict one of the most important elections, oh, like it almost feels like it's like the um, those people, the fucking soothsayer, you know, back in the medieval times, you know, they give you your fucking crystal ball. Like I trust one of those more than I trust like some of these fucking political mm-hmm. science makers, because if they can't tell you who's going to win, what they read, like, and all of them fucked up too. It wasn't just one; it was every single major one. Then your your entire thing's flawed. There's no point to have your polls if you say that's acceptable for it to be the exact like you know you have two choices, one or two. Oh, it was two. You know who actually won, but everyone else was saying it was one. Well, you know maybe we shouldn't be relying on you fucking at all. Like, don't fucking make those predictions if you, if you feel like it. And they were saying like it was like huge margins too. Like, come on, you know. You're, it makes your major look fucking useless when you can fuck it up that badly. Yeah, and like Cernovich pointed on Twitter today about how polls are bullshit, basically. Because um, you look into things just on who are they sampling, which is nine times out of ten, it's skewed heavily oversampling Democrats. Um, what age groups are these people going to be voting? Um, are they con- are they going through landlines, cell phones? Like, how are they contacting these people? How do you know they're not lying? Because some people just lie because they're scared. I mean, that's the thing in twenty sixteen. There were a lot. There's a silent majority. People were scared to come out as Trump supporters. People had targets on their backs if they were Trump supporters, and they came out of the closet and said, "I like Donald Trump." You would be burned at, at, on a fucking stake. So people lied, or they didn't answer, or they said third party. There's so many skewings that can happen here. I mean, just the simple fact that people don't have landlines anymore, and they're basically still going to landlines skews it heavily. And look, I'm looking at 538, which I I think Nate Silver is probably one of the most overrated people in politics. And they have the presidential general election polls here. They got a bunch of them here. YouGov, they sampled... Uh, 1,218 people, Biden 46%, Trump 42%. That makes no sense. YouGov's a fucking joke, too. I've used YouGov before. Yeah, explain um, your experience. Like it's, it's heavily liberal-leaning. Because a lot of people who are conservative, they're not going to go and give their, out their fucking information for, like, pennies the, on there's a reason. There's a reason why they call a lot of Trump supporters the silent majority. Because you're not going to hear about them until the fucking elections. Yeah. You're and, not. And, like, and, and imagine, look, the people we know that fascize polls on, on the right, a lot of them are never Trumpers. A lot of them are fake Republicans. A lot of them don't like Trump at a minimum. And yeah. if those people are answering your polls and they're saying they're Republican, I mean, they're not even – even if you get half of – if the poll is half Democrats, half Republicans, those Republicans aren't even representative of most Republicans. And then, look, I'll just real quickly say the second poll they have on here from PPP, Public Polling Policy, has Biden at 59% and Trump at 37 The previous poll from YouGov had a four-point spread, Biden had a four-point advantage, and this one has a 22-point difference. That's huge. How can these polls be reliable? They're no, they're not. probably not. Like, and here's the other thing, too. It's like with these polls – you got like what times you know that you mentioned they call people on the fucking landlines and guess who's going to be at home most of the time Single people mothers. that don't have jobs people who are on welfare who do people on welfare usually vote for hmm 
Republicans, you know? right? Yeah, no, they, exactly. they fuck it because they don't want to go and shoot the messengers, shoot the, you know, kill yeah. the fucking gold. Like the hand that feeds them. Yeah, like, so that's an inherent problem. Like, they need to actually do a fucking job, like, do their job to get people that would actually fucking vote for them. Because like, all these... Get an actual representative sample size. All these have Biden ahead. All of them. But look at the difference. Four points, 22, 10, 9, 2. It's all over the map. It's as little as 2 and as most as 22. I mean, why do people... I know why the media takes these seriously, because if it's a narrative. It, it creates a bandwagon effect. Oh, Biden's in the lead. I hear half these companies, too. It's like public Fairhouse. policy. Song. I've never heard of them. No, Kaiser. I've heard of public policy before. They're actually a pretty big one. I've never. They've never called me. Yeah, never. I've never gotten a poll. But who the fuck is Firehouse Strategies? Optimus. What the fuck are they going to Transformer calling you? <laughs> <laughs> I am Optimus Prime. Who are you voting for in the 2020 election? Yeah, so you can see just by this giant spread, this thing, this entire thing's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And you know, the YouGov looks like I mean, YouGov I've seen, and they're probably the the closest to being accurate. But even then, like those ones, you're missing a whole lot of people because anyone who cares about their privacy is not going to sign up for YouGov. Yeah. Oh my God, is that the Optimus Prime? <laughs> Is that the Optimus Prime from like Transformers and stuff? <laughs> oh yes. my God! Well, I'll tell you. I think I, I, I'm leaning my vote toward Bumblebee, but I'm not sure yet. Uh, Optimus Prime me... sounds like a fucking porn star name. <laughs> yeah. Here's the other fucking issue with this too. It's like the second you tell any sort of like feedback to someone who's a poli sci major, they get. So fucking defensive. They get triggered. Yeah, like they it's like you're invalidating your their existence. <laughs> well, because you are. Yeah. It's the only thing they have. Yeah. Well, I hope that they get over more than polling in all those fucking classes. You know, I've had more fucking polls thrown at me than a fucking stripper, and you know, they're all pretty shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not the fucking end all be all. Like a lot of these have fucked up wording on like i'd like to go and see the wording for this i'd like to go and see the actual demographics of these people you know because a lot of, like i know you go they'll tell you like the demographics generally but like you look at the people on their fucking site and then if you argue anything it's like well what's your evidence okay what's your evidence what are your sources uh election american history you motherfucker yeah four years ago look look what happened look at all your fucking poli sign major look Look at how glorious it was when all you guys fucking failed. If all of you were going to be right, Marco Rubio would have been fucking president, you piece of shit. A lot of them won. Fuck out of my face. (laughs) A lot of them won that dude. That loser. Yeah, I fucking hate Rubio, man. I mean, he's okay. I just, there's no, there's no fucking way I would put him in the Oval Office. There's no. Alex Jones, fuck that dude. He could stay, he can stay in Florida and be a fucking senator or how, whatever whatever the fuck he wants to be oh down in florida just stay the fuck out of the oval office he was up to fucking the senator congress or whatever he was the number one candidate mm-hmm. for not showing up to his shit because he had a job and instead of doing his job he was running for fucking election you know who's the better florida man the best florida man oh boy my boy matt gates mm love him there you go he is a i don't know look 
Ron, Ron DeSantis, he is doing oh, yeah. a fantastic job with that state. Yeah. Holy God, you could look at that election. Look how fuck. Look how fucked we would have been if we would have had Andrew Gillum down in Florida. Like, <laughs> not as fucked you know, as he got. Yeah, he would have been. He thought he would have been fucked literally. Like, <laughs> apparently, he likes to you know do the little you know. A little bit of fucking meth and get the his ass. Dude, <laughs> yeah, he likes to get his asshole spread out, but whatever. <laughs> no, yeah. but, but 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 on serious note, Ron DeSantis. Oh my God, he's done such a fantastic job with that state, especially with all of the coronavirus stuff going around. You would have thought that, you know, as crazy, like with the crazy population that Florida has, you would have thought that like. <laughs> They would have been fucked the first state that would have been fucked over, but no, like DeSantis has did an incredible job with that state. You know, what I just noticed too about, about a lot of these fucking polls. They're not reporting. I'm on. Am I? On, oh, I'm on two seventy to win, and it says polling averages for each state. And there is a other category on here that takes up like ten percent of like every state. Um, I'm gonna try and dig deeper in these polls in a second. Let's go to Pennsylvania. But yeah, Pennsylvania has 49% Biden, 41% Trump, 10% other, whatever that means. That could just mean silent Trump supporters. Vermin Supreme, bitch. Oh, That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, Vermin's he he's gonna he's gonna come in, swoop in, take it all, landslide, boom. I mean, okay, look, Fox News poll, Pennsylvania, um, from i think this is april 22nd biden 50 percent trump 42 other eight percent eight percent is significant that would put trump uh head and head to head with biden which is what it realistically probably is at this point even though i i think trump has the edge at this point because he's an incumbent simply but that other category is so huge that can be people that refuse that can be people that are undecided they're going with third party uh, I mean, I don't know what this other category means, so it's, I just, fuck, people with polls just piss me off, like, especially after well, I 2016. Think, I think in PA, I think a lot of people are starting to get fed up with fucking Wolf. Now, yeah. that's another one, too. I think people, that whole thing, like, they're like, oh, well, everyone loves Wolf's response. Yeah, yeah you see that I, fucking, I, the poll, again, with the polls, because there was a, there was an article that came out, and it was like 70% of all Pennsylvanians approve of the job that ron wolf is doing like who the fuck did you ask yeah. like did you did you go did you go into the capitol building where it's like full of democrat employees like what oh yeah i'm sure they would be glad to fucking vote against ron wolf well see i think maybe at the beginning because I, I think he was doing all right when this thing first started but now that we're this far in like especially after what happened with beaver county new york and a bunch of these other places that technically should have been went to like yellow, and then what's happening with the health department with the fucking tranny in there? You can't, you can't lock down. You, you, Pennsylvania is one of those states you cannot lock down because they're so industrial. It's a, it's an industrious state. There's so many industries that come out of Pennsylvania. You just can't like, you can't just say, oh. You're locked down. There's so many. And then there's so many nursing homes. And there's so many, like, um, like to total. Like, you just can't. Like, look, the natural gas, like, with the natural gas and the, you know, the food processing and the, you know, and, and some of the military, you know, materials. Uh, like, there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot of 
just industry you you can't you can't shut this shit off like you gotta you gotta keep them up you want to hear a good example of how polling is bullshit this is a poll it's on daily news which is a far left new york times tabloid and (laughs) and the headline reads 44 percent of republicans think bill gates wants to use coronavirus vaccine to microchip them poll that's some bullshit like did you hear the like the loops i jumped through it is 44 percent republicans bill gates coronavirus vaccine planting microchip and then oh now there's more to it there is more to like there's so many layers it's so complex uh it says and then monitor their movements okay so yahoo news and yougov surprise surprise Found nearly half Republicans believe that baseless conspiracy theory, that baseless conspiracy theory, ooh, and may be resistant to using a vaccine that could end the pandemic. The poll also found that 20% Democrats believe the story is credible, while 52% know it's false. Oh, so they know. They just know. It's just, they just know. Only 26%, okay, that's not important. Oh, here we go. 50% of those who believe the Gates theory cite Fox News as their primary source of television news. What fucking poll is this shit? Are they saying that Fox News is is peddling this like conspiracy theory on? Dude, not even Infowars is saying this. That'd be actually pretty entertaining, but they fucking don't. (laughs) Yeah, they don't. Dude, not even Infowars is like saying this. I bet. Um, another thing too. Before I trans back, trans thing trans again. Back into this Mm -hmm. poll. Well, I see a headline here: Matthew McConaughey, Camila Alves deliver coronavirus mass to hospitals. Good on them because I hear so many Hollywood celebrities crying and saying oh, we need to all come together and we need to fight this virus and they're not doing shit. And I, I think I mentioned this on the show too, like weeks back. Like if you really care about this, if you're really worried, if you really want to do something, donate some money, like get mass made or something. I'll give Makai some credit there. Like, they're actually doing something that actually makes a difference rather than virtue singing online like retweet uh, Stay together, take stay together in this virus. Oh, I think so. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, some hey. of those protesters, man, they, they got the one state to open up because they brought guns and they were like, okay, <laughs> we're not. I'm not even joking. They actually said that because hey, was- well, what did well, they look, say? A lot of the hey, 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 a lot of these celebrities did do something. Oh, really? They gave us a wonderful rendition of imagine oh fuck me yeah that, I that mean, pulled look, me it, through it was game changing it was a total game changer it was the right? cure for the coronavirus i was i was thinking look i was i was thinking i was just gonna let this country go to complete shit but then i heard then i heard those stars start singing imagine <laughs> not on my watch not today america <laughs> not today what were you saying the protesters said, uh, Alex, with the guns? No, 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 no it was one of the pro- – they didn't say anything. It was the one state – I forget what state it was. There was a city, and they went to a protest, and they literally brought, like, weapons and shit. And it made the they actually reopened it because they were afraid for people's safety. <laughs> oh, God. Let's see. Like, you know, as much as I, as I do, like, armed protests, like – I don't know. I, I feel like them giving into this kind of makes people want to do it more. <laughs> uh, at this point, I don't even give a shit anymore. Like, fucking open it up. I think I think we're going to have a Waco situation in Michigan. I've said this before. You know, they're they're gearing up to that because this stupid fucking Democrat governor. Oh, I hate her. She is just... 
as Trump once said wow, about Trump. Are you trying to give are you trying to give Donald Trump Michigan again? Yeah. Like it, it feels like ban Trump from going to Michigan. Because <laughs> he didn't wear a mask. Like, dude, all you gotta do is just continue to piss off the people in your fucking state and you're guaranteed like I think you just like these people sometimes like these people are so fucking stupid that I almost think that they're working with the Trump campaign. Like I, I'm, 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 I'm kind of, you know, you're that bad of a fucker when I'm thinking, wait, there's no way they could be this fucking stupid. They got people working with the Trump campaign. There's no way you could tell me that they're pissing this amount of people off intentionally. Like, come on, something's got to be up. Well, that's where Scott Adams came up with a joke in 2016. Um, when Hillary was doing so bad in some things, like, he would just say, like, he would read through, like, an article about, um, let's say Hillary Clinton calls Trump's first deplorables in a speech, and he would go, the mole is at it again. Like, he would just, he had this kind of running joke that, like, it was so bad that there had to be a mole in the campaign that was, like, helping Trump win. But, you know, I mean, is it possible? Yeah, but it's, like, at the same time, it's more possible is the fact that they're just so, so bad at what they're doing. And they're probably a policy major, so no surprise. Um, and that's why you get this shit. I'm trying to actually find the poll here. This Yahoo New YouGov poll about this. Because this is some wacky shit that they're like. I want to know how the question was asked. I think they just, I think I remember seeing that somewhere too. I just think they want to go and paint, like they want to go back to this deplorable meme. They're doing the same shit, and they're going to have the same result, too. Mm-hmm. Well, because they're trying to frame Republicans as stupid, crazy, gun-toting, um, conspiracy theorists. Which I think more people are... I think there are more people that are, like, sympathetic to conspiracies than the mainstream media realizes. Especially after, like, Vegas, you know? Especially after Waco, after all these things, you know? People question things more, and they don't like that. Well, I just hate that term conspiracy. Yeah. Like it's just gaslighting critical. <laughs> yeah. It's it's worn out. You're you're starting to see some of these like Democrat terms that they use, you know, racist, homophobe, transphobe, xenophobe. Tone deaf. Yeah, right. And it's like they're they're played out so much that nobody fucking believes them anymore. Tone police. Except for their own except for their own crazy base. Why well, I mean yeah, they always invent uh, these words, and we've always talked about like making a fucking dictionary, like our video about this. But they they always invent these sort of like terms, like tone policing. They create their own language, and it's just just condescending. And that's the thing; it's always they are so condescending. Everything is about I'm smarter than you because I am X, or because I know Y. It's like just stop. I hate elitists. Like I want to be rich. I love money. But I hate elitism. You know, there's like Trump rich, which is like being a Chad, being a badass and giving back mm. and being cool. And then there's elitism, like uh, um, like anybody in the media, like who, who, who actually, who is somebody we could point, like George Soros, maybe is like the pinnacle of elitism. Dude, fucking Hillary Clinton. Probably. Yeah, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, that's actually the best one. She's the pinnacle of elitism. Mm. Well, what is this? 
What? Philadelphia Dem elections judge admits taking bribes to inflate vote You didn't counts. hear about that shit? Nope, I did not. Oh my god. Yeah, that was all over the news. What was I doing two days ago? I don't know. Well, probably not paying attention. Because the news, it's yeah. funny. Like, with the news, it's so redundant. Oh, you keep hearing coronavirus, lockdown orders, quarantine, Governor Wolf... You know, it's like you hear at Cuomo, you hear all these things over and over again, like Orange Man Bad, and you're just, I just don't even watch the news because it's so redundant and depressing right now. But, holy shit. So this is why, like, you know, again, like, people have their quote-unquote conspiracy theories because of shit like this. Yeah, they're like, and, and when, yeah, and this is... This was one of those talking points that was pushed out, like with the the Philly judge or whatever, and it was like because you know Nancy Pelosi was pushing for the mail in balloting or whatever, and they're like, we could do it safe and we could do it like whatever, and sure enough, you see this fucking Philly judge that was you know pleaded guilty to stuffing ballots and shit. Like, look, this is. This is why, this is why we don't need mail-in balloting. Well, well, this is huge. Front page of Fox News right now, pushing back on Biden. Charlemagne the God says XVP intricate part of system that quote needs to be dismantled. Yeah. Wow, you're yeah. having Charlemagne coming out swinging on Biden. I mean. Man, imagine what Kanye's gonna say. Well, look, this is what I'm. Look, well, no, I, I think I, I think I know what what interview you were talking. He he did an interview. I forget what what news news outlet it was. He had it. May have been CNN. It may have been CNN. Oh, I'm not funny. sure. What? Which? No, because he's like, because like I said, he's very he's he's into, you know, he wants you know, he's very big on you know the african-american agenda and trying to you know you know better the african-american community or i he, he he definitely has a different vision than we do but like but most certain whatever but but at least he recognizes that you can't talk about bettering that situation or may or improving that situation without re from a democratic perspective without understanding that joseph biden was a huge cause for why this shit was happening like he said this in an interview with the hill um, yeah another big thing i want to talk about because i see now um her uh husband trending scarborough Let's talk about. I'm gonna steal a term from Steve Band's podcast. It's somebody I thought of on there. Morning, um, Karen. We have Morning Karen now. Did you see that? What? Did Did you see what Mika was saying on Twitter? Mika Brzezinski from Morning Joe. No, what she She was going nuts, and I had fun with her on Twitter on the Uncensored America account actually because it was related to free speech. She was complaining. To the CEO of Twitter, saying you need to get rid of Trump off of your platform right now. He's evil and dangerous and all these awful things. Those weren't her exact words, but I'm gonna find them in a second. But she was going full Karen, like, and people were ripping her in the comments about that. 
like she was just complaining over and over again like and i i retweeted on the uncensored america account i was like the i said at mika brzezinski wants to talk to the man the ceo of censorship right now and she wants trump banned right now that's what she was saying i'm gonna find it but she's calling up the manager she's going at it <laughs> it's funny i don't know why joe scarborough was trending but i'm gonna check that out in a second psycho joe um, I mean, I mean, did didn't Donald Trump say he was gonna like somebody should investigate him <laughs> for some murder or something like that? Like, yes, it's so funny because there was like this. The story basically is like he had this intern in his office because he used to be in Congress, Joe Scarborough, and this intern just like mysteriously died. I think it was even in his office. I'm not certain on that. But it's like one of the weirdest things that nobody knows nothing about. It's some cold case. And it's just weird. Now, so I think Trump, either he knows something or he's just fucking with him. He's just trolling him. You know, he's like, oh, somebody should you know, investigate that. What would Psycho Joe do? Uh, I can't find the first tweet that Mika sent because it might have been from a little while back. But she said, um, at Jack. Please take my call today. Please stop allowing your platform policies to be abused by the day. It's called libel. I will be reaching out to the... Oh, here it is. I'll be reaching out to the head of Twitter uh, about their policies so, being violated every day by President Trump. Hope my call is taken. <laughs> Please retweet if you agree. What a... Gr what, what, that's some grandstanding shit, right? So, look, she's... Uh, yeah, that's some grandstanding shit. She knows she knows there's no fruit to that. There, there's like first off, like first off, Mika Brzezinski, Donald Trump, Jack Dorsey, Twitter, they're all political figures. So you can't really sue, you know, Times V. Sullivan, right? You can't sue public figures for libel. Like or or there's the the um the precedent would have to be so big right the standard would have to be so out there that it would warrant it like and it, and and it's never met it's really never met like oh my god somebody a loser or fucking yeah no that's not good enough are you, are you guys seen this this is what the wide trend this trump tweet is hilarious from five hours ago <laughs> He retweets a tweet. It's the, the the tweet is from Matt Coach, and he's saying Trump calls for investigation to Joe Scarborough for murder of staff in 2011. Trump retweets this and he says a blow to her head? Question mark. Body found under his desk? Question mark. <laughs> Left Congress suddenly? Question mark. I, I can't raise one straight face. Big topic of discussion in Florida. Dot dot dot. And. He's a nut job with bad ratings. <laughs> Keep digging. Use forensic geniuses. <laughs> and then Cernovich replies, no chill mode. <laughs> oh my god. That's hilarious. See, I love that. That sort of trolliness. Oh my god. This is beautiful. A blow to her head. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Like, is it's just so trying to go and like impeach Trump again? 
Who's doing that now? Is it... I heard that like there was something with the Supreme Court bringing that shit up. Mm, I didn't hear about that. Hold on, let me look up the article. Oh my god, it's so funny. Jesus. <laughs> this shit again. I love it. Why? Like, I don't... It's just, it's just like... I'm getting... I'm getting tired of it, but like, if they want to do it, then it's like whatever. I mean, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll we'll take we'll take you destroy your own fucking polls, but go for it. Like, if you want to ruin your fucking elections, go for it. By the way, uh, yeah, I, I I think I do. I feel like. They, they need to win. Like, we need to win, and by we, I mean the Republicans. I should, I should stop saying we. Um, no, we's a good word. Um, Republican. They, they have to take over. <laughs> have to get the House. Have to get Senate. Like, if you're really going to be able to do what you want to do, right? And if they do, then. Oh yeah, the the Dems are in some deep shit, like real deep shit, like grade A deep shit. God take it back, God get Loomer in Congress, and you'd have just fireworks yeah. across the board. Just, yeah, C-SPAN would probably be the most fucking watched network in the United States. It's probably not even. I don't know. I just can't believe like we have a president trolling somebody. And accusing, like, trolling somebody about killing an intern. <laughs> I mean, like, the shit we see today is just, it's on another level. And then, like I said, we get some really good people in Congress. Like, we have Matt Gates, He's great. But you get people like Laura Loom in there. Oh, my God. I mean, the, the, the fighting you'd see between AOC and Laura Loomer would be hilarious. But maybe some, like, actual, um... Uh, common ground, actually, because they're both populous in a way. You know, you could actually have something uh, they might both agree on, like Ted Cruz was at one point. House Democrats tell Supreme Court they may impeach Trump again by 2021. Yeah, I actually believe it. They mm. might. They might impeach yeah. him over the coronavirus thing, too. Yeah. They'll probably find one thing, and maybe that's what they're setting, you know, setting up here. They're teeing it up. They'll try. Oh, yeah, and I love how Nancy Pelosi is literally worried about Trump taking, like, worried about his health. She's concerned greatly about Trump's health. What about the other guy? What about the other guy? You're going to talk about, you're talking about fucking the president's health? Like, look, look at Joe Biden. You're pushing some dude, you're pushing some dude with fucking obvious cognitive decline. And then she fat shames Trump. She fucking fat shames oh him on God. CNN. Oh my God! Shut the fuck Charlie up! What the fuck is Stacey Abrams? Yeah. Oh. My did you God. see what the Washington Post did with her? What? They they made her like Superwoman. I'm not making this up. Washington you know, you know, Post. Fucking fat, you know. And, and then like you know she apparently she's better than a fucking doctor too. Like she has more knowledge than a doctor. I like to go see her fucking. Yeah. Your medical practitioner license. Dude, look at this picture I posted. Look at this shit. This is what the Washington Post 
had in their Stacey Abrams like person like in politics right now. <laughs> they had this like, like you could land an airplane between those things. <laughs> we 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 need to get right like like and going back to what we what I was saying earlier, we have to fight. We have to fight for this election because well, I think we all the, the Dems are coming out and it's going to be I guaranteed it's going to be worse in 2016 I think guaranteed the, the problem the I'm... Dems are coming full force and and the pressure is going to be worse than 2016 um one uh because obviously Donald Trump's the incumbent right like I don't think anybody took Donald Trump seriously on the other side in 2016, but now that he's an incumbent, they know that he's obviously capable of winning an election. So the the heat's going to be on. And two, uh, China China is going to be pumping all kinds of crazy money. They're going to be pumping all kinds of crazy money. They're going to go. Their propaganda campaigns are going to be full swing. You're, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be fucking nuts. And I um, think a lot of Republican, like all Republicans, say we need to fight, but I think some of them don't fight. Some of them fight in the wrong way. Few of them do. The ones that 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 are fighting, that are that are talking about fighting, they are fighting. It's just the problem is. They're too few. You're talking about a couple of people who are mm-hmm. saying it, but you know, you're talking about you know, two hundred plus seats in Congress that these Republicans have, and like only a couple, only a handful of people are really honestly fighting. And I feel like even with those people that are actually fighting, a handful of those people are really doing it because Trump is kind of forcing their hand, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of fucking fake Republicans out there, and I think that's that's a real fucking problem. Uh, you know, yeah. talk about this with the college Republicans, and, you know... That's Republicans. exactly what, like we were talking about earlier. Look, we we, we, we have this in our, our in our own university, right? We're, we're, we're experiencing all this shit here. Like, you know, these people just want to, you know, they just want to do the status quo. They want to do the socials. They want to, you know, they want to just like kind of be non-confrontational and play the soft approach, play, you know, and it's like, you can't do that with a presidential fucking election coming up this November. You can't do it. They're coming. They're coming. Like the Democrats are coming. Yeah, and they'll they'll fucking fight with the gloves off. That's they all. will go. Yeah, they, they'll they'll fight gloves off, and they will stoop to any fucking low they possibly can. They don't. They're willing to go to the depths of the sewer to go, you know, to get where they want to go. Right. That's what I respect about Trump, though, is he's not afraid to go and fucking punch below the belt when they do it. Yeah, the problem is he's surrounded by people that aren't willing, mm. right? They don't stand up for him, like yeah, that's that's the problem, man. You need to get yeah. you need to get fucking politicians. You need to get fucking influencers, and we could do what we can over here, but you know, 
I don't know if we want to talk about the takeout Tuesday. It's happening locally at all. But what I, I know you were talking about this, Alex. Because uh, speaking of punching below the belt, what do we think? Because I know you probably know a lot about this now, Alex, about the Keemstar versus Ethan Klein, H3H3 drama. Yeah, so so uh, they've had some beef for some while, but like basically H3H3 went over any Karen to fucking Keemstar's uh, sponsor Gamer Fuel mm-hmm. to get a problem. And this is going to be. And they did. What? And they did. And they did. You know, and that's like, this is probably the most scary thing for content developers because what what happened right now, you know, it probably seems like just drama as usual, but no, this is a new level of escalation. We have not had it before where, you know, stupid fucking internet arguments devolve to the point where like you will start going after people's sponsors. Now, because fucking Ethan Klein, fucking H3H3, the fucking simp sympathizer (laughs) goes out. And he starts to go and get his little fucking diaper all shitty. And he goes and complains to Gamer Fuel. Now you're going to see other people start doing it. And what what's going to end up happening is we're going to have another whole level of fucking demonetization on YouTube. And even outside of YouTube, you're going to have people get demonetized. Like, it's going to make people scared of, uh, you know, podcasts and newscasts and all that stuff. Because companies, you know, they're a sucker for a good image. And, you know, like but like BuzzFeed and like Slate, you know, they've done this stuff before, but this is the first time I've seen another YouTuber do it. Ethan Klein, you know, you're a piece of shit. You know, I hope you fucking lose your channel after this. I hope someone does this to your sponsor, honestly, because you fucking deserve it for starting this shit. If you want to go and have a fucking beef with them, do it, but don't go after someone's sponsors. That's like hitting someone the fucking balls. You know, don't do it. I think... Now, should the right be... start doing this to the left, though? No one's going to care. Like, I mean, outside... they don't give a shit. Like, the left doesn't give a shit. No, 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 no. I'm saying, should we boycott their sponsors? Should we go after their shit? They don't care. No, no, they no, don't... no, no. This you're is not what listening. I'm talking about. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Let's say you have, um, I'll give a better example, as in, the left organized people to go after Tucker Carlson, Bill O'Reilly's advertisers. Do the exact same thing to Rachel Maddow's advertisers they or to somebody again. else's. No, but these, they, they these care about money. are not going to give a shit. They cast, they do. Than, yes, no, they do. No, you're not, Boycotts look, are effective. Look at the overall, because there's an overall fucking, there's more than one revenue stream going with these fucking conglomerates. They don't give a fuck. If they're like, oh, no, the advertising well, revenue goes down. Riley? I swear to fucking God. The, the, they're not, you're not getting it. There, there's more, like, look at NBC. NBC. There's more than one revenue stream going on with NBC. If a couple people drop their fucking ads off of MSNBC, they're not going to be that fucking pouting about it because there's so much goddamn revenue going on with Comcast. They've got tons of fucking multi-billion dollar Chinese business going on there. They don't give a shit. They're raping people on the fucking Comcast cable bills. They don't give a shit, okay? If... if, if um fucking some pharmaceutical company decides to drop their fucking ad on MB- on the Rachel Maddow show. No one gives a shit, okay? No, Overall, no, 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 no. they don't give a shit. If you Would they rather after, have them? I- if you go after enough advertisers on somebody in particular, 
enough that they, you know, or maybe not even like maybe not With NBC, Fox, it's but more important because there's not that many revenue streams going on with Fox news. So if you go after their advertisers, it's going to punch them in the nuts a lot harder than it is an MSNBC well, or CNN because they're those two are tied to like bigger conglomerates yeah, but with so is more Fox. than one revenue stream. Yeah, so like is Fox. I, now, see, I think this might work for like a Buzzfeed or a Slate or a Vice. Yeah, it's going to work for smaller people because yeah, you're but, but already those are seeing owned it. By bigger already... things too. Like I think Vi- see, one of those is owned by CBS, I think. I think, look, I think it's small enough where they would just come cut if it's causing the bigger business more harm, like BuzzFeed or Vice or Vox or Slate. They could go and cut them off if they if it's too much harm. Because they're probably like they're already. That's what I'm saying. Even though you have a bigger thing, you can still start chipping away at it. The problem is conservatives don't boycott. It's not that the left doesn't care. It's that conservatives don't care enough to boycott or organize them. No, they don't go to any fucking gun forum, man. They, a lot of people don't even go to fucking Walmart anymore. Well, see, Walmart, I think, is a little too big of a thing to tackle. I think they should be... I mean, that's a good start. But you need to be more sort of organized with these boycotts. And I think that's the right problem because boycotts affect what matters. The only thing that matters, politics don't matter. It depends. What matters is the money. If you're getting the money sucking out, then you're hitting something, but you got to get enough people. Support a company like fucking Chick-fil-A or something. What was that? I think we better instead to boycott certain companies to support Companies that outwardly represent your value. Companies like Chick-fil-A, companies like Rural King, you know, the places that are the opposite of of the other ones. And the other, like, it, it does the same sort of effect, but instead of just being a negative, it's a positive. I think you have to do both. I think I you think, can't do one or the other. You have to do both. I think it's a lot. Of, I, I think doing it this way at least to start would be good and, and then you can start getting a fucking chain going on because like look keemstar is he conservative not really to be honest he's a fucking youtuber yeah he's you just know? a youtuber and they got a boycott to pull because an advertiser that's different that is completely fucking different no right? look look at look at there's a bunch of things you can point to you point YouTube, to that. You can point YouTube's to Fox News. Go- you can po- go to a bunch of things that are owned by conglomerates. Fox Dude. News is owned by 21st Century Fox. It's owned by um, Dude. what's the guy's name? Um, Dude, it's it's the you, same thing. YouTube is owned by good. Look, YouTube is owned by Google. Google yeah. relies on advertising revenue. That, yeah. That's like their main their main source of income is advertising revenue. Their AdSense is like tied to damn near everything that Google fucking does. Okay. So if you fuck with their ad money, they're going to crush you. Okay. They don't give a shit. Like, like the cable networks don't give a flying fuck. Yeah, they do. Right outside of Fox News. I swear to God. They do. I mean, Fox News is owned by, look, Fox News is owned by massive conglomerates too, by Rupert Murdoch. They, if they lost one little thing, does it really affect them? Not really, but they still cave to it. They cave to the pressure of boycotts. Well, they think... don't have multiple. They don't have multiple sources of revenue. 
not like they they're not like uh, well they do they have their website they have fox um whatever their streaming thing is called they have their cable channel anymore i think that got no no that got sold what what did the whole disney bought disney bought fox's fucking uh catalog disney bought fox's fucking film and show catalog fucking uh the what what was it there's a couple of other things that got sold like rupert so the only thing that rupert kept, uh, murdoch kept was fox news and like a couple of other fucking stations the, he doesn't own like it's it's owned by one guy whereas msnbc is owned by fucking comcast right the one of the biggest cable network cable one of the most biggest cable platforms on earth right you've got you you've got cnn yeah, but, but, that's the, owned but by the boycotts AAT that happened before they this. have they have satellite television they got telephone they've got all kinds of other shit that they're getting revenue on they 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 don't as it's a small piece of the big fucking picture for them yeah but they don't but that doesn't matter because what I'm saying is when when the boycotts happened against Fox, that was before Disney scooped them up. That was long before. That was when they were owned by 21st Century Fox or um, or whoever whoever their owner was at that time. They were under the big. Um, well, what all happened? Did Tucker still uh, Tucker still has his show? Well, yeah, he's lucky, but Bill doesn't. Oh well, yeah, Bill did a lot of other shit too. I know, but they started by going after the advertisers. And I think they, I forget the timeline of those events, but um, I'm trying to think of other boycotts have happened. But you look at this shit, and it's it's effective. It really is. Well, yeah, but I feel that... Like, look at the BDS movement. There's a whole movement on boycotting Israel. And look, Israel's still there. Yeah, for now. <laughs> I mean, they always will, but, you know have bipartisan support for it. unless it's something really tiny like you know an individual youtube channel or you know like fucking info wars where it's you know his own shit like if you want to go after the big guys you need to have a lot more ammo to boycott them yeah you need well that's what i'm saying is you need a significant effort but again i think better to go and put that same effort into propping up something like onn or whatever or one america news well and see and then that mm, yeah i mean yes but the amount of people do that like they'd be probably right up there with fucking fox and you know they they don't give a fuck they do what like they they still you know they're still sticking to their guns because they know that's what they're going off of and you get advertisers who either are against Democrat causes or, you know, don't give a shit to go and advertise on them. And then you'll get more of those companies to start coming around. You get more people like Chick-fil-A, at least how it used to be, who are resistant to the Democrat boycotts, who are operating specifically on the protests market. Are, protests are fucking retarded, okay? I'm sorry. Protests, protests are different are from boycotts because fucking... protests were just virtue signaling unless it's on a large scale or if you're boycotting boycotting is fucking dumb too no like, i disagree 100 no, well well we're gonna have to do, agree to disagree only work in like specific small locations like look at 
like Martin Luther King, it was like that one city where they boycotted like the one bus station. That'll work because that's a small geographic area. You can't boycott Comcast because in a lot of places, that's your only shot of having internet or television or whatever that has any decent speed. And in so, a lot of cases, that it has the reverse effect. In a lot of cases, it has the reverse fucking effect. Which is you what? Have, look at look at what? What is that? What's the reverse effect? Uh it it'll it'll actually like if you boycott a specific uh show or impotate or a product or whatever the the boycotts actually have a fucking reverse effect usually you remember when they vote you remember when they boycotted chick-fil-a that was one of the most popular days of their fucking franchise you remember when they boycotted nike because of colin kaepernick those fucking shoes started selling like hotcakes you you were like did they nobody yes the the fucking the stock went up like fucking eight percent or some shit. Well, nobody is fucking retarded. Well, see, the problem also is there is no effective. Because here's the thing, also with a boycott, I'm not saying a boycott should shut down a company necessarily, but what you can do is get them to change how they operate. So if Colin Kaepernick, the smart boycott like with the Betsy Ross shoes, it should conservatives should have, on a mass scale, refused to buy them and. You know, sent letters to Nike, do a whole bunch of things. I don't know. Raise a lot of noise, raise a social media movement, push really hard, put a lot of pressure on them, and discourage them from actually doing this stuff again. Because you get a lot of bad, like even like the Gillette thing. Remember, Gillette did that ad. Um, there was like this feminist ad, it was saying how awful men were and how you should use a Gillette razor to be a true feminist. Like, people still bought Gillette's after that like you gotta stop doing that yeah but no you bash them you bash them online you don't boycott them you just bash them online what what does that do that's just words you need to hit the money hit the money because if you make fun of them right if you just make fun of them you don't boycott you don't boycott them directly you just make fucking fun of their wait so that is what gillette's gonna go oh my god people are saying meme words on the internet but we're making more money so we're gonna change our minds on this no they're not going to you have to do both you have to hit the money and you have to hit them with bad, you know, PR constantly. No. If you do both, no. then they oh, go, do... shit, we have a bad image. We're losing money. Oh no, we got to change course. That's we what you got to do. Something to go to like with Comcast until we have nationwide, like 5g or some other like form. That's not just like local monopolies of Comcast. You can't really do that. But with like, you know, CNN, you can I'm do not saying, Yeah. I'm not saying bad PR doesn't work. Of course it works. No, I didn't but, say that, but you're saying but, we yeah, should just say things on the internet, and that's not going to do anything. Stupid. No, it's not, because it hits Boycotts their money. No, you have to hit the money, or what are they going to feel? Well, yeah, but... Th- th- you think a, words no, on the internet saying, are going to change their mind, but no, hitting their money isn't? Backfire, and it can backfire ex- spectacular. Yeah, it could, but that, yeah, I don't absolutely. think that means boycotts uh, are if you dumb. Wanna, if you want to put negative PR campaigns out against somebody, that's great. But I'm saying boycotts, like if somebody's saying boycott the fucking whatever product, that's like the stupidest shit ever. No. Because it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Well, if it doesn't doesn't work, then why do people keep doing it? It will work on small scale. Yeah. If, if If that's all somebody has, and if it's on a small scale, then maybe it works. But if they're a fucking big conglomerate company, it's not gonna fucking 
dent them. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, you can't. Well, they do care about their image. Nike doesn't give a shit. You know how much money they make, and then they and then they make all gobs of money, and they have Chinese sweatshops and shit. They could give a shit. You don't give a fuck. The problem with Nike is they. If you're gonna boycott Nike, you need to go and tell people where to go to instead. Yes, that's a good point too. You You need an alternative. you can't. You, you're not fucking with the swoosh. It's not happening. Well, Wait, you don't have a a competitor that can actually compete. One yeah. exist. They already exist. Yeah, but they're Adidas, not the same level as Adidas, Nike. Under Armour, fucking all these, the all these other companies already fucking exist, and yet. Yeah, uh, but Nike's Nike is very. Shit. Yeah, but like, Nike is like the premier like when you think of sports you think of nike Nike basketball players what what the black what are basketball players most likely to be it's not just basketball it's soccer it's international like they're they're they're, they have so much shit that's another thing too if it's an international company good luck with that because yeah u.s company exactly who are conservative you know they've got multiple streams you think they're gonna you think they give a flying fuck about you think they give a flying fuck about colin kaepernick when they when they have when, when they have kits when they have a barcelona kit that's pushing their shit right they're pushing hundred billions of dollars of revenue with bar fc barcelona or if they're pushing manchester united or uh, fucking like, like some of the biggest clubs, uh, European clubs on earth. Fucking basketball players, man. They're they not give a fuck. Yeah, but huh? the problem more is that most people that buy Nike are probably going to be left wing. Like I rarely yeah, see conservatives right. wearing maybe, Nike. Maybe shit. they are. Maybe they are. And that is the, like that's the hard part about boycott. There is that you don't have enough people that are conservative. They're consuming the product to actually show a difference here. Um, and that's, that's true too. I feel like if you're if there was like a gun company or something that you know voted for Obama, I don't know, you know, or like raise support for something that you don't like that concert. Like if you want to have a conservative boycott one of those, that's fine. Yeah. If you want to have a conservative boycott something that conservatives you know actually partake in, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But like you know, it's not going to really like see like MSNBC. Most conservatives probably don't even watch it. They probably listen to fucking Fox. Yeah, so, that's true. But again, that's why we'll look at even Fox. I know there's a lot of factors here, but Fox is a conservative audience. Mm-hmm. And yet a bunch of leftists got to control what a conservative audience watched. Mm-hmm. Think about that. That's what I'm saying. There is an effective component to it. And I know Fox is a little different situation than other news organizations, but it does show well, it is possible. That they got pulled. It was a lot. I will have to check it right now. Who? Um, and, 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 and who? And 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 who did it really affect? Yeah, well, lost Bill and his job, and but that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Bill O'Reilly didn't lose his fucking well, job it wasn't because over, people advertisers this was a part were getting pulled. This was a part he of was getting pulled. No, Bill O'Reilly was getting got pulled because the lawsuits. The, the lawsuit settlements were exceeding what he was pulling in. Yeah, because right? the advertisers were leaving, so he wasn't they pulling were, in the yeah, same yeah. amount of money. Well, it was also like an ethical thing, like the dude. No, it was it was the, the settlements. 
It was the settlements and it was the legal fees that were tied to the fucking settlements that crippled Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, it really if he has advertisers like he was, they could pay for and they wouldn't have to worry yeah, about it. Conservatives didn't even fucking like Bill O'Reilly. A lot, too. no. Like, he, he was really a like, no. No, he was a prime advertisers time that slot. did Bill O'Reilly in. He lost sixty-two advertisers. Sixty-two. Hyundai, Mercedes-Benz, My Pillow. They will get more. Like no, they didn't. He lost Mercedes, Hyundai, My Pillow, Pfizer, Lending Tree. I'm just naming a few there. Here, he lost huge advertisers. But that wasn't the reason why Bill O'Reilly got the fuck out. It was because of sexual harassment. Direct sexual. It is. He had. He had so many. He had a number of sexual harassment. Yes. Settlements. Settlements. We're not talking allegations. We're talking settlements. But if you're going to argue that it was because of the expensive settlements that they got rid of him for, well, and well, he no, like the dude. The dude was a fucking. He was doing that stuff. No, you I know. That. I don't care if you're conservative. I don't care if you're liberal. You get that many fucking settlements out there like it's and you're losing the company money from the settlements and then the there you go losing money that's what i'm trying to say let's but, and look i don't know what would have happened but let's just just think about it. if he had all these 62 advertisers hauling in lots of money for fox sticking with him despite all this i think the decision to fire him would have had some more thought to it i don't think it would have been as simple i think he still can I don't can. know. I don't know. I really. No, I'm, I'm I, just gonna be honest because like we'll have to do it. We'll have to agree to disagree on that one because like I I like I don't I don't think I think that was one do, of those because he's had this had before. So many people. You had so many. It was. It wasn't. These weren't just Me Too allegations. These were lawsuit settlements. Yeah, it's more like who is that dude from Alabama? Fucking Roy Moore. You know, the same sort of shit there. Like, when you have that much shit going on. Yeah. Well, Bill O'Reilly had five women that received about $13 million from 21st Century Fox. That's a lot of money for nothing. A lot of goddamn money. In addition to the $25 million a year he was getting paid. But here's the other thing. This wasn't the only time he settled. I'm about to find the exact number, but I remember years ago. That's what I'm saying. No, no, let let, let me finish. Years ago... It happened. He sold for a lot of money. They didn't fire him. Yes, it was a worse situation then, but what I'm saying is the advertisers pulling played a role in this. They did play a role. I mean, look, was it worse now? Obviously, but he had a big settlement before years ago. Fox paid it off and looked the other way. It was like it was nothing. Yes, we live in a different time when this happened, but again, the advertisers weren't pulling at that time too. Was it the you main thing that, that kicked that got so him canned? That was a first strike. So what? What you don't think that wasn't a first strike? Like oh, well, we'll, well, like you don't think that you don't think that these things don't carry on? Like it's like mm, oh, no, I'm just saying like, that like if you, if there you were got more the first allegation and it was settled and it was like moved past, and then he does it again. That's what we call a pattern. Okay, that's well, a pattern. Well, it's not that like he. I don't think he necessarily did it again it's just like a bunch more women came out and i again the advertisers pull and they lost a lot of money it's called a pattern well it's called they left did a coordinated like look were these women that guy who like left the left the pittsburgh steelers that was it something brown 
Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah, like that shit. Like it kind of sounds like that. You know, there's a fucking pattern of bullshit that goes around that guy. No, yeah. I know. And look, I'm not saying Bill didn't do these things. I'm saying that what really, like, the first time this, this, like, Fox, I think also Fox might have known about this too before. I mean, it's possible. But when he first did settlements, they were fine. They had all their advertisers. But, like, the left knows that if you get these advertisers to pull, you can really hit them with it. You can really, really, really hit them where it hurts. And, I mean, Tucker Carlson also lost a bunch of advertisers, but he's still on because he does still get high ratings, and maybe some came back. But, you know, he could be on the chopping block soon, too. They're going to come back. Like, look, if, if all you have is just like you created a bad tweet or something like that, it that doesn't fucking matter because they're Fox News. They have ratings. Like every show has good ratings. The, if 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 one company decides not to advertise, it's like oh boo hoo. The next one's coming. Oh yeah, right. You have There's to a hit. You have to hit a come. bunch of advertisers. That's the thing. That's yeah. why Bill they but didn't go after the, one. They yeah. hit six. But you can't. But it's not like 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 they lose advertisers. They, the advertisers come and go. Right. But it's that with the salary, with the sexual assault uh, settlements, right? That's what did them in, right? I, it... Yeah, but I, yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is, there's a combination of things. The sexual assault ultimately did them in, but the advertisers was a big push to the grave for him. And look, it's here's the other thing too. It, I don't think conservatives have ever put. Let, let, let's use um. There's somebody that's wacky on TV on the left. I won't use Rachel Maddox. She's not really the most scary person on there. But um, Chris Cuomo. Let's look at Cuomo. What if you look again? Because this hasn't happened, so I wonder how it would work out. What if you got 60, 70 advertisers pull off Chris Cuomo's show? You, I don't know what he said or would do, but you call them. Because here's the other thing too: when their people have sexual assault allegations, oh, they get off scot free. You know, again, because you don't fight back against it. If, let's say, Chris Cuomo got a sexual assault allegation, you hit their advertisers, you get 70 of them to pull, I think CNN would drop him. Because I'm trying to think of some people that have been hit with sexual assault allegations that they let fly, but we all know that happens. We know there's a double standard. Well, look at Matt Lauer. He had, a t- he had quite a few. He had a quite yeah. a few allegations. And settlements, like multi-million dollar settlements. And they swept him under the rug and fucking covered for his ass. Yeah, they covered for him. I mean, he was, like, I forget even if he, let me see about when he left. But when he left. When there's a pattern and it's known that there's a pattern, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, well, they, and I think they were also, see, cause, well, here's the other thing, too, with NBC that's weird, is I've heard some sketchy things about their ex-CEO. I don't mm-hmm. know if that would have anything to do with any of this, but, um, you know, it's, like, Are when, you talking about their ex-president, Andy Lack? No, Steve, Steve Burke, I think his name is. Yeah, that's what I think yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of. But, but no, I know uh, Andy Lack. He was the re- he was he was one of the guys that got fired, I guess, recently. 
Like he was the one, he was the one that pulled the trigger on the Matt Lauer firing, but he, he was one of the guys that covered for a lot of people, a lot of the bullshit too. So it's like, yeah, like when I guess there was a something, there was something that came out like a report that came out that was like, that was like, oh, NBC covered up for a whole lot of shit. And then it was like, oh, you guys are fucking toast. Oh, here's another one. Don Lemon had sexual assault allegations. Uh, Perry claims he was sexually assaulted himself, but, um, yeah, like, see, like, there's, there's people, because I they remember this. Yeah, but, but you're, you're kind of backing up, like, look, because CNN, again, it doesn't have a lot. You don't have, they don't rely on CNN's revenue. Like, they don't rely on CNN's revenue because there's so much else that's going on with the conglomerate that is AT&T. There's, like, just like MSNBC, right? There's so much going on with Comcast, right? They don't give a... They, they, they can... They can be like, oh, wow, there's a multi-million dollar thing. But if I'm pumping in, if I'm pulling in, like, what, what's, what's, let me take a look. Well, wasn't there a BuzzFeed writer that had sexual assault allegations against them? Maybe, but BuzzFeed's tiny. Yeah, and I, don't, I doubt they yeah. fired the person. Uh, let's Let see. me see. Tony Robbins is that it? They pull it. The Comcast pulls in a hundred and eight billion dollars in revenue. You think they give a fuck about your Don Lemon? Or they, they they give a fuck about Rachel Maddow's twenty million dollars salary? Like if she just went and fucking grabbed a chick by the pussy, right? You think they're gonna give a flying shit about that? They don't care. They're gonna be like, look, look, look. I got. Hundreds of, I got over a hundred billion dollars in revenue. You think I give a flying fuck? Nah, not so much. Yeah, I'm trying to find the BuzzFeed ones. I forget who it was, but I remember that coming out during the Me Too thing. But oh, AT and T pulls in 181 billion in revenue. You think they get? How much does Fox pull in revenue? Huh? How much does Fox pull in revenue? Oh, let's let's take a gander, shall we? Uh, twelve billion, roughly. Well, eleven billion, eleven and a half billion. Are you billion. fucking high? Really? You're gonna really compare those? That, that's like, boy. Well, what was the other one? What was Comcast? Uh, you've got you've got Comcast at 108. You've got uh fucking AT and T at 181 billion, and you got Fox at like what eight? You just said 18. Yeah. Well, how much does the Murdoch family have in revenue? Because that's really the, because they own a lot. That's the other thing too. Is like Murdoch's. I think no, no, because because it falls on the corporation. It doesn't fall on the individual. Well, it falls on the corporation. Well, kind, yes. Well, kind of, but Rupert, yes. but it's Rupert Murdoch's corporation. From a liability perspective, it falls on the insurance company of the corporation, or it falls under the corporation itself. But see, even fall, at those numbers, really okay, fall, well, it doesn't really fall in the Mur Murdoch family unless they, uh, like, it might aff affect their share price or something like that. But who gives a shit? Okay, well, let's let's go along that logic then before we close out here. Mm -hmm. But 
okay, let's say Fox has $11.5 billion in revenue. Bill Riley loses 60 of his advertisers. Does that affect that $11.5 billion? Well, well that, de- that depends on if they get other... Does it affect uh, it just at all? Like, does that have a significant effect? But which came first, the chicken or the egg? Oh, did they did they did they lose the advertisers because of the sexual harassment lawsuits, or did this, or did the sec like, or because of the pattern of the sexual harassment lawsuits, or the other way around? Um, if I remember correctly, I think there were. Because here, because here's what I'm thinking. Okay, if I'm gonna, if I I I could replace, I could I could replace Bill O'Reilly with somebody, and I'm and and they're still gonna get and they're still gonna get viewers because it's Fox News and it's gonna be a a, a nine o'clock slot. Like somebody's somebody's going to watch that show. Not whatever's going on. Necessarily, because I don't think. I could be wrong, but Tucker Carlson. Good. I don't Tucker know if he Carlson gets as good of views as Bill. It. Tucker Carlson was crushing it. Still is. Well, I remember when they were doing some transitions. Like they, at one point, they had the. I think this was, they had Megan Kelly on at nine, right. and then they had the five. Eight, like you can't well, just put yeah. So, anything so there. the replacements, right? You had. You had uh, Tucker Carlson. He replaced Megyn Kelly. Crushed no, it. no, he replaced Fucking, Bill. He did. Oh well, well they maneuvered it, and then Lord Lauren Ingram replaced one of those two, right? Because those two happened kind of around similar times, right? So they're all crushing it, right? They're all crushing it in the ratings, crushing them. Hannity crushing it. I mean, he, he's just crushing it anyway. He's been crushing it for a long time. But I'm saying the brand makes makes the personality on Fox News. It does, unless you're Hannity. Like Hannity's pretty fantastic. But like, it's the brand. The brand is what drives up the ratings. Well, and I think the Fox brand has been hurting, to be honest, ever since some of these big people leave. Who? Says who? Uh, says a lot of conservatives. Says who? A lot of conservatives. Like, uh, we talk about it all the time. Fox News is, like... Apparently, you're going to have to tell that to the to, to the ratings. Uh, the company yeah, that makes well, the ratings. Neil well, says, I don't know if Neil Tucker's were as high as Bill's. Were they as high as Bill's? Yeah, well, like... Yeah, I think I think uh hold on. Well when they were on at the same time I think this Cause was because they, not... they were saying that Tucker Tucker Carlson was killing it. When he okay, first came O'Reilly scene, brought he in three point three million viewers in his final month. That's in his that's in his final month too, when he was losing his advertisers. Tucker Carlson averages two point nine million, so he's catching up. Are are you are you fucking serious right now? What? That's still better. Yeah, That's but I don't better. know if he still has those right. Picture, but but wait, Phil, still wait, better. wait. That was in 2018. I don't know if his rings are still as good. They could be better. I mean, I just I don't know. I'm just saying, like, is this a lasting thing? That was right when he got on too. So there could be people that were just interested that tuned in. I don't know. 
if that those are his ratings right now. Let's see. This is from April 2020. Let's see if he's gained more than 3.3 million. Um, Tucker Carlson. Okay, he has 4.6 million. So yeah, he's getting more, and so is Hannity. Jesus, Jesus, Sean. What? <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm telling you, the the brand makes the 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 personalities they do because it's the it's the platform it's the platform they're going to get their audience no they're going to get their audience not well not really because now you have more alternatives out there like steven crowder growing and a bunch of other apparently people. look you just said you just said that your own words you were just saying tucker carlson gained is getting four 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 million you know in ratings Right. Yeah, I know, but I do, what I'm also saying is that I don't think this is going to last. Because, like I said, there are alternatives coming up. They're doing really well and arguably getting better ratings than Fox at certain hours. Now, now, like, of course, you could. I mean, you could argue that. I mean, but the numbers don't justify it yet. I mean, well, because like, like look, I know this I, is anecdotal, I, but like hypothetically, right? Hypothetically, or 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 philosophically, you're 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 likely correct. Philosophically, because there are other there are other alternatives, and there are other good alternatives too. Like, and 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 I agree. I agree from a philosophical perspective. However, the numbers don't justify it just yet, and we don't go and we don't go by. Uh, hypotheticals right we go by what's actually in front of us well yes but right in front of us is also steven crowder has probably like i mean you can it's hard to view these metrics but he's gotten more ratings on some videos than tucker's ever gotten so like what i'm saying is even if fox is up oh and here's the other thing too we are in a time when trump's in office I think when Bill left, it was like halfway through Trump's term, or I forget exactly. But again, the timing could matter because maybe Bill's ratings were higher when Obama was in office, and Tucker's ratings uh, that are right now. I mean, I don't know what what Bill rating Bill Riley's like peak ratings were. I mean, to be honest, that's maybe the fairest things to compare Bill's peak ratings oh, to Tucker's. Yeah, Bill Riley. Bill Riley was the one that interviewed Obama in the Oval Office. He was the, the yeah. That, that was where Obama had the, uh, where he's like, where Bill Riley's like, no, there's no corruption, and then Obama's like, uh, not a smidgen, not a smidgen of corruption. Yeah. Yeah, the highest action I'm finding now, O'Reilly Factor, well, this was, right again, right before he was leaving, it said his views average at 3.7, so I was even higher than what I was finding before, but yeah. what I'm saying is, like, yeah, Tuckers are higher now, but, I mean, like, I, again, this is just vibes I'm getting. I just don't see as many people, again, you can say what about the salary's numbers, but... probably not as high as Riley's. And his yeah, but also his um, um his liabilities are probably not as hot. Are, are, that's what I was not as, say. You know. Yeah. That's, well, that's what you know, I, I think he could. Uh, he could. Uh, he could. He's a. He's the guy that could have less viewers than Bill O'Reilly and still win, like, and still would be a win for Fox News, right? Because of 
what they're what, like, like because of the the low operating costs. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's just I wish I could find something to show like Fox's overall ratings over time. That would be interesting to look at because it just uh, what's this? No, that's not useful. I just again because Fox look look. I think we can all agree Fox News is not the same as it was. Let's say totally six agree. years ago. Totally agree. And I totally think agree. even if they're having bumps right now, which I don't look, know, I don't, I don't know about that. But from a spirit, I agree. Like from a numbers argument, you know, we're we're not like I don't know if there's, you know, that's kind of where it ends. Well, let me find like, the ratings over time. That would be more helpful here. Um, okay, well, see, I'm seeing... Okay, well, this is... Well, take this what you will, because this is what I am finding. This is from the Wall Street Journal. It's average primetime viewers, adults 25 to 54. And it shows Fox News, MSNBC, CNN. From 2015... It's going from 2015-16, and looks like into mid-17. Fox was doming, doming, dominating... They had a huge spike halfway through 16, and then when they hit 17, had a massive drop. But so did CNN, but MSNBC was kind of going up. So, again, that's not up to date with today, but their views were declining for a lot of 2017. So I really don't know if Fox really is doing better in ratings. Um, I mean, outside of Rachel Maddow, uh, um, they're still king shitting it. Well, they are king of all the cable news companies. They are king, but I think, especially as our generation Zoomers get older, just TV viewership in general is going to go down. It just is because yeah, yeah. we're. I mean, we're, look. We're cable I mean, cutters. I mean, honestly, look. I and 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 I. Again, a lot of going. I'm, I feel like I'm repeating myself here, but like a lot. I mean, I I prefer Blaze TV. I prefer Daily Wire. I prefer you know censored TV. I prefer all those to Fox News. Like I do. Um, but there's a lot of like it, it's there's a lot of convenient There's a there's a convenience element with Fox News like that. That, that that really keep them up and at them because, oh yeah yeah it's, it's a convenience thing because like look i can just turn on my tv and there's fox news with you know blaze tv i gotta turn on apple tv i gotta flip the, the you know i have a, i have a remote that like automatically flips it but then i gotta you know i programmed it and all that mess but like no there's a there's there's a bit of a rigmarole as far as you know getting it to like blaze TV or daily wire or whatever, or Ant- the Anthony Cumia network or whatever, or compound media. I'm sorry. Um, whereas, whereas, you know, with Fox news, I just turn on the fucking television and there it is. Like sometimes look convenient. Look, and you, and we, 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 they teach this all the time in business. Sometimes, convenience beats better quality like oh, it almost like, always does yeah so that's what that's kind of i think that's part why fox is still gonna really be king shit i think 
they were trying to set up Fox Nation, and I'm sh- and the, I don't know if you could just do Fox Nation and compete with like Blaze TV or whatever, because that might not be such a good idea. But I mean, excuse me. Yeah. Um, because you're competing. You're already competing with a lot of good, like good stuff out there um yeah so i mean it's it's a different it's a different animal i guess but you have to i don't know it but the, look i i will say this i will say this because i know we gotta we gotta roll out here in a little bit um this is the kind of this is the kind of discussion that you have to have if you're gonna have an argument with somebody you know, you have to, I thought it was yeah. calm, civil, obedient um, talk. But, but I'm saying, <laughs> look, if you like, like this is, but but how we argue or how we debate is exactly how the fuck it should be. Like we're 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 we, we're we're doing our research, we're doing our we're we're pulling up our numbers. You know, we're looking at multiple perspectives to our arguments. And that's how we're coming up with, you know, what we come up with versus, well, according to a poll, like I see, like, no, like nobody. Yeah, I should have been whipping out polls and I would have schooled you in every single point. I know, right? (laughs) See, see, I, according to the Fox News poll, I totally like, no, you, you like, come on. Let's reel it in. Why is it so actually, I'll actually say something else too. It is surprisingly difficult to find fucking statistics on ratings. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why is that so hard? (laughs) Well, because... No, because, look, because we've been talking about this the entire time. Look, um, stats are there to be manipulated. Yeah, but this is just, like, straight-up ratings. Like, this is some of the most, like, standard shit. I mean, yeah, but but you, yeah, in theory, you are correct. However, you're dealing with a lot of people. The the people that are providing this information have, have a kind of skewed view of things, you know. And like, look, you think Comcast is going to give? You, I like like I don't know if Comcast is really going to give you that many honest numbers. Or or I mean, I'm I'm assuming that the the FCC is forcing people to give numbers, but I mean, well, because I get a lot you of don't know that. like I, I will get a lot that. of individual years. I'm getting some from like the that show from like let's say 2010 to 2017, but I'm not getting a lot post 2017, which is weird. Again, stuff about the Super Bowl and other things, which has declined dramatically. Holy shit! What? Wow, I had a little bump recently. Like, st- do you know the website uh, Statistica? Yeah, that's like a marketing site. Something probably mm-hmm. I wish Penn State would give me access to. Yeah, but like look at even the Super Bowl. Like again, this is just this is why where my argument's coming from. It's just the nature of TV in general. Even the Super yeah. Bowl overall, it's been going up. And it looks like it hit. I don't know what the, I can't tell what year it is because I can only see a preview of this, but. Yeah. Like recently, let's say one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, it looks like six years ago. Sharp decline. Yeah. Looks like the last Super Bowl had a tiny bump. 
But yeah. like, you know, because these, these viewership numbers don't take into account usually streaming or other uh-huh. things. Right. And that's the other thing. Again, I'm not making this argument, but another reason Tucker might have higher ratings is people might be watching it on their computers more when they normally, let's say, wouldn't watch but Fox. Is that counted? Is but, that counted? Yeah, that's what I was going to say next. Is that we don't counted? Know. We don't know. So don't know. that's where it's like, you know, even something as simple as ratings, it's like, well, what are these ratings of, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like with the Super Bowl ones, it would be even crazier is that if this Super Bowl one is taking into account streaming and it's still going down, that's a different story than just oh, Super Bowl viewership's down. It's like well, it's more accessible and viewership's down is another story. Anyway, is there anything else we should end on? Alex, do you have anything to say? No, no, I'm good. You didn't want to come into that little. Uh, fracas. No, no, man. I, I, I was reading that fucking Chris Chan wiki. Man. <laughs> That's what you were doing. <laughs> and he, you gotta go and have T get on here. I'm sure she would one of these days. I'm sure she would have fun analyzing this fucking basket case. She thinks he is a um molester or like pervert type pedophile oh, person. Fucking is a pervert. She just could <laughs> tell from the pictures. What was that? Like, that dude is a fucking pervert. I don't think he molested anyone. I think he was molested. I think he's... Like, he had to fucking pay for a prostitute to get laid. What, is this Catcher in the Rye? Yeah, like, you seen this dude? I'm gonna go on com right now. Yeah, like, I don't think he molested anyone else. He would have told someone about it, because his entire life's on the fucking internet. Like, literally fucking almost everything about his fucking life saw there. He would have told, like, one of the fucking trolls he was trying to go and, like, get into their pants about whatever bullshit he was involved with. What the fuck? Did you know that Chris tried starting a career as a male prostitute? I can yeah. see it. Chris thinks that those with Asperger's tried to take the shine and limelight away from true autistic people. That's a hot take. He's a Zeus Pegolo. Oh, you ever see this? You ever hear of this fucker before? I mean, I've heard, I've heard it in passing. I, don't, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say. A, you haven't dived deep into the lore of Chris Chan. <laughs> I can't say that I have. You're missing <laughs> out. <laughs> you're like, you're missing out, man. I'm like, yeah, about yeah, that maybe not. Out there. Most probably not. He is the most documented person on the internet by far. Like, you know, people think that, like, uh, what you call it, like, Tiger King was something special. Like, if they made one about this dude and they did it right, like, holy shit. They could have, like, multiple series just with all the shit they've documented. It's right over here, too. Where is the Chris Chan? Like, let me find, and then we will go, but let me find his, like, page on his own fucking wiki. Because that, because like Wikipedia doesn't have a lot on him. What? He has like multiple wikis about him. Like he's that fucking popular. Like there's no one else I I think that has fucking multiple wikis like that. <laughs> I I can't read this first sentence with a straight face. Christian Weston Chandler, born twenty fourth February nineteen eighty two, is a thirty eight year old autistic, mentally stunted individual, a former virgin with rage, <laughs> and he's self-proclaimed. <laughs> Virgin with rage, oh man. 
Can you imagine, like... Dude, he looks like the health secretary in PA. <laughs> I'm not even joking. He was at BronyCon, wow. Yeah, you also got, like, really pissed off when Sonic had blue arms and sprayed peppered spray in, like, some GameStop employee's face. He got sent to, I think, jail for, like, a day. Oh, my God. Like, he's the most fucking interesting man. This is how Fox News could bump up their ratings to an interview with this guy. Netflix, man. Get on it. There's so much fucking information out here about this, dude. Like, Don't let him take our idea. Free of charge. <laughs> hey, I want the royalties. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, look, I got rich off of royalties from a fucking autistic pervert or whatever. Yeah. That's how it happened. <laughs> seem like raping someone though like he'd probably try but he's got like a bent dick oh does he yeah it's 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 on the website somewhere oh oh okay yeah i'm gonna change websites like oh how did you pay for this nice house like oh i just i I got royalties (laughs) from a dude with a bent dick Come on, admit it it would be a funny thing to tell people because the reaction would be that the dude you could then make re- royalties from the videos you make of reactions of telling people about you making royalties off of that. Like I don't know why there isn't like psychology professors lying out the door to interview this person because he's the like he's just so documented. Like where is Jordan Peterson when we need him? Oh my god, someone should someone should like do GoFundMe for that. He was Give a Cutco like- salesman in two thousand three. <laughs> Yes, yeah, they hire anyone. I know it's a scam. <laughs> did you wait? Did you tell me that before? I feel like I've known yeah. that. Yeah, I told you that. He was a male escort in 2010, unpaid. Yeah. Entrepreneur. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, he made that whole Sonic comic. Everyone's an entrepreneur now. Prostitute 2016, unpaid. <laughs> How do you do that and and not get paid? Who would want to pay that guy for sex? That's that's that. Uh, you're not wrong. It's like this obese autistic guy with like a, a fucking cut in between his like penis and asshole. You know, I don't think people are lying up out the doors for him. Poor guy. Like, like, see, they can make a college course on being a historian. Like, if they can make one for poli they can make one for this fucking guy. It'd be just about as useful to him. That's the dude, that's the dude that cuts a hole in the candy candy bowl and sticks his junk in it. <laughs> like, hey, who wants candy? <laughs> He's too stupid to, to, to do something like that. I Google like, Chris Chan and Chris Hemsworth's Wikipedia comes up. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, like that's a, that's the problem. Like, you know, he would have probably had a not his life would have been a lot different if he didn't engage with fucking trolls. Like some people had, just shouldn't be on the internet. Yeah, like honestly, if he if he didn't have access to the internet, his life would be a lot better. He won't be trans. He wouldn't, you know, have been kicked out of like the games place and kicked out of like community college and kicked out of Walmart 
and sent to jail and you know forced on probation and all this other stuff it, it all it all stems from these like people like trolling him and his reaction to the trolls like it's his reaction that makes him keep coming back for more mm, well that's the thing well what do people say you want to stop trolls don't feed the trolls he feeds this them is what happens. feed the trolls you turn to this mm-hmm well i'm gonna cut the stream here because it's probably getting close to three hours oh it is well, maybe we should keep talking. It's so close to it. Should we hit that three-hour mark? Oh, we're a minute away. We're at two hours, 59 minutes, and four seconds, five seconds, six seconds. Oh, oh Jesus. See, my OCD doesn't want it to say yeah. 259. That will just yeah. bother me. Get, 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 go on here next week and fucking analyze this person. Yeah, maybe she, she'll, yeah. she will take a break from her normal psych studies and dive into some real psych studies but so. yeah uh because i like i said i did just show her the picture and she was just like wow this dude looks like he's like gonna molest somebody or something <laughs> she's only he like, looks like he, he looks like he already has <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i forget everything she said but like i did did ask her about that but anyway we're gonna close out we've gone too far down many interesting rabbit holes some more pleasant than others some more productive than others some weirder than others <laughs> but we did go down all of them so thank you everyone for tuning in all you two beautiful viewers uh like subscribe share this fight the globalists fight the censorship have a nice day, stay safe, and wash your fucking hands. Later, Gators. <laughs> See you around. Oh, my God. What I thought you, you were going to say 